Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two great pals recap romance novels while telling stories and staying connected. Patrons, buckle up, because you've got a Ruby Dixon extravaganza coming your way. Sabrina fell deep and hard into the Dixon hole, and we're going to talk about it. If I know us at all, because I've read all the books she just read except for one, that one episode may actually turn into two bonus episodes. Oh, and just so everyone knows, Patreon just came out with a really cool new feature. If you want to keep up with a creator, but don't have a membership in your budget, you can now follow us. That way, you still get any sneak peeks and free content that we might offer. Like right now, there's a voice message Sabrina left me right after she finished Floor's Fiasco. And it's, I don't know, I there's no other way to describe it. It's Muppet messaging at its best. That said, I would love to welcome this week's new patrons. Welcome to Austin R., Madison H., and Emily H., and to some longer-term patrons, big huge hugs to Valmai H, Brittany N, Taylor S, La La Land, Jacqueline G, Bex, and Callista C. Okay, this week, Naima Simone is back, and she's here to recap a book that turned out to be a gift that just kept on giving. All you banter lovers are going to be super happy as we recap Smut by Karina Halley. All right, Naima, what has, what, tell me everything. Come on, man. Well, my daughter got her first tattoo yesterday. (gasps) You know, she just turned 18. Oh my God. And since I could, she's. An adult, she, who I, I mean, still pay the bills for. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she's old enough to get her own tattoo. That's so right. she went and got her first tattoo. <gasps> and listen, I'm I'm a complete hypocrite. I own it <laughs> because I have 12. <laughs> but I was not gun home on this for some reason. Really? I wasn't. And when she came home, all I could say was, Damn, that's big on your arm. Really, is that what you want to do? <laughs> Naima, I, I did. Now, mind you, look at my shit. Yeah, look at my shit. That's a, that's, like, that's right like here, like almost all over my arms. It really is. It really is. <laughs> well, your arm is that what we're doing? But okay. wow, it's, it's pretty like though. Everybody can see it. What is it? it? It's really pretty script, and it says Unity, and it has like butterflies surrounding. Oh, it. I love that. Yeah, she put some thought into it, and see when my son turned. This is I'm even a bigger hypocrite. Like I'm not just a hypocrite, but I'm a misogynist. I, I because love when this. my because <laughs> when my son turned you. eighteen, you didn't have a problem with it. I didn't. I really didn't. And and not only that, the tattoo he picked, because he's like an anime fanatic. Okay. And he got family in Japanese. And Ooh. me and Gary went with him and got the same tattoo. <gasps> oh. Yes. I'm not getting all those. <laughs> you don't want to be unified well, with all them? Look, Gary's not getting hers too. It's too pretty. He's like, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not having butterflies on my arm. Maybe fair enough. 
<laughs> I'll get the butterflies. I'm not, but it's pretty. Don't get me right now. I'm like, I've, I've had time. I think it's yeah. just because she's my baby, right? Absolutely. And just her getting that, like, kind of solidifies and punches me in the face with the reality yeah. that she's, she's like, legally grown and, yeah. and she's leaving the nest because she's going to college. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm like... <sighs> in another state? like In another state. Yeah. I'm, and I'm like, slow the hell down. Like, no. you already plan on leaving me you basically got your bags packed now you're getting your body permanently marked and i have no say so like can we just training wheels training wheels and she's like here mom meet deep ends and it shoves me in it yeah do you want to ride this motorcycle into the deep end no i get that i get that and and yeah. like mine are only super small, but even then I'm like, mm-hmm. is that what you're doing? Like this yeah. is our new developmental stage. That's I'm not right. ready for that. That's right. I've been there. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not ready for you to be like so independent oh, yet. Like you know. Yeah. Did she chat about it with you beforehand or? Oh did, well, she told me she was going to go get it, but she didn't tell me what she was going to get. Oh. Okay. And Gary was there because, you know, I, I was writing, but Gary went with her. Oh, and good. Yeah. So I'm like, so I knew she couldn't get anything too crazy because he would have been like, uh, hell to the no. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to make a not few, gonna do. few modifications. <laughs> That's right. But it's very, it's very pretty. Yay. Um, it's just, you know, because my yeah. cousin's a tattoo artist and he doesn't know how to do small tattoos. And I know this. Like, Aww. again, I know this. So, but it's pretty. Yeah, Yay. it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. I'm happy I'm, for I'm coping. Her. I am too. I just, yeah. if it was oh. anybody else's kid, I'd be like, girl, do it. You're seddictive, isn't it? Get another one. But mine, <laughs> I'm like, listen, don't do it enough for another two years. Like, you know, you gotta. <laughs> you gotta really think about it. That's, and in the meantime, I'm plotting my 13th. Oh my God. Incredible. But they're just addictive. And I'm, <sighs> I know she's, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Well, God, that's so hypocritical, what I was about to say. What were you about to say? I hope she doesn't cover her body in them. (laughs) 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 Listen, relatable. I I can't throw stones at how you're feeling. (laughs) I can't throw stones at it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. No, you got to process your feelings just like everybody else. I do. And I'm a work in progress in processing how I'm feeling about all of this. I just, I'm like. And you're still incredibly supportive and you're still incredibly loving. And she, you know, I'm I'm telling them how to take care of it and everything. I'm not letting, let that bitch rot off. I'm not, you know, I'm not like that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as it has meaning to you, because my sister has yeah. Sting, like the, the sword, Fro- Frodo's sword <gasps> from Lord of the Rings, uh-huh. right down her back <gasps> with I the elvish that. script from the ring around the hill. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I should have thought of that. That's it's hot. so nice. It is. She's had that for, she had that done. Well, when the movies came out, she had it done. Oh my God. It's so nice. I'm so jealous. That's great. That's yeah, a my statement fa- piece. It really is. You know where your allegiance lies. Like, I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's not with Sauron, I'll tell you That's that much. Right. That's 
strength. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, I can't wait for Valor to come home with just her face tattooed someday. <laughs> Listen. That bitch will. I can see it. That's sad. I, I can see it. <laughs> I love her so much. If anybody's gonna, it's gonna be her. It's gonna be her. Yeah, she's it's obsessed. I really did a number on myself naming her Valor. <laughs> like, I, and I knew it. I designed it this way. Like, this is what I chose. You set, you set it out. You I set did. it out. There are no boundaries. I know. She she's... will, she will bravely go where no one is oh. going before. <laughs> yeah, she's just meeting her potential. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, and that's a beautiful thing. It's hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Book. Naima. Yes. How did you yes. feel about book? I enjoy I don't think I've laughed in a while. Like through an yeah. entire like there are books that of course the like especially the last few books that like they have funny parts, like funny yeah. dialogue. But this one I laughed through the whole thing. And oh, I love that. Like the dialogue was amazing. That beginning snappy. just it it really is. And it's so sarcastic and it's mm -hmm. so funny. And then like, but the beginning of the book kind of set the tone for the rest of the book. And it was hot as hell. I've never, I don't know, in recent memory, certainly, I have not encountered a prologue that did so much work. <laughs> Oh my, yes, it did, didn't it? It just set your whole, it set who the the heroine was. Yeah. It set the tone of the book. Uh-huh. It just shaped what you were going to read oh from there for it. That prologue was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just funny as hell. So like, funny. I kind of knew, like, but then I was like, no. <gasps> No, no, it couldn't possibly happen. No, it oh, couldn't possibly. Oh, fluffy. And like, let's get and then like that. I kind of was like, no, no. I, and then when I there's a part that I had this. Fuck that! I hate spiders. Like I have arachnophobia. The the part in Return of the King with with yeah. Shelob. I have never seen because oh, I because really? I've been like this the whole time. I have never seen the whole thing, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, Melody. That mm. part in the kitchen, I skipped it. I had to, <gasps> I had to go. I couldn't. I couldn't. <gasps> I couldn't. I was just. I screamed. I legit fucking screamed. Oh my god, Naima, you. <laughs> I was like, no. You missed ass out, shrieking. No. Like. Spider catching? That man, no, no. That man, his that dog sounds like was an Olympic sport. On the way to try and get that. Yeah, because he went there. He was naked. He yeah, was naked. naked. As soon as I realized what was going on, and I and there was foreshadowing that this was going to happen, oh, right? Yeah. I was like, "Fuck no." Nope, 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 nope. Especially said the leg waved. I was like, hell no. Hell no. I'm out. I just, I had to skip forward. I can't do it. I love it. Well, everybody survived. And as I'm sure you found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Spoiler alert. Okay. So let's start. Let's start in the prologue. So we've got Amanda. And Amanda is. we got to tell the name of the book. Oh, We just jumped right in. Pardon me, everyone. I'm very yeah, I mean, I guess you need to know this. 
That's what's They're going on so here. So demanding. We're just being good at our jobs. <laughs> Uh, Naima is. And that is, we are reading Smut by Karina Halley. Yes. Yes. And I love her books, but I never read this one. I don't know how I missed it, but I I mean, I just read her new release too, which was, oh my, uh, it's like a ship of teeth and bones, I think it is. And it's like a mashup of The Little Mermaid and Pirates of the Caribbean. Whoa. <laughs> but it's darker, it's twistier, it's hotter, it's <gasps> so wow. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I love that she's yes. like super dabbling. Yes. Yes. In other subgenres. That's great. Yes. So I was I was psyched to read this because I, nice. I like her books. I, I've yeah. loved her contemporary and I, I love her paranormals now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, so we've got Amanda, and she's at a uh, New Year's Eve party for rich folks. Yes, yes, that she, crowd. Yeah, she is of that crowd. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's like set in um, Seattle, the Seattle area. I love the Seattle Oh, no, area. I'm so sorry. It's not. I lied to you. It is set in Canada. It's Victoria, B.C. So it's, Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But I, and reason. I think she mentioned same. Seattle. So it really does. Totally like the does. whole. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> That's right. And, and all I'm thinking while I'm reading this whole book is, damn, I want to visit. I know, right? Yeah. And she made it sound so pretty. I know. I know. I love the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Yeah. So she's been with her boyfriend for like four years. Four years. Yeah. They've been living together for one. And meanwhile, she's 21 yes. years old. Yes. I heard I've been with my boyfriend for four years and I was like, oh, great. She's like a 26 year old or whatever. Holy right. No, no. They like been together since like, um, was it high school? Yeah. And yeah. she's not even finished college yet. No, no. So normally I couldn't they imagine have, like, living with the boyfriend I was with at 21. There's no way I would have lived with him. Oh, <laughs> Mainly I'm, because I would have been paying the rent and all the bills. Huh, huh. I'm pretty sure I was maybe long distance at that point, And, like, that was good. That worked. Did distance make the heart grow fonder? That worked, you know, until it didn't. Anyway. That's right. Um, That's right. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember what the timing was. Doesn't matter. Okay. So... Normally, they have, like, private, just them New Year's Eves. Right. Celebrations. Right. Uh, but A romantic year, time. Yeah. This year, he wanted to go all out. He mm-hmm. wanted to invite his parents. He wanted to invite her parents. He wanted to invite the goddamn Booster Club. Right. Like, <laughs> everybody was there. Everybody. It, they threw a gala for New Pretty Year's. Pretty much. Yeah. And including, I thought this was so tone deaf, including mm. all the people that used to call her Tits McGee and mm. like, Sir Pukes a lot. Sir Pukes a lot. Which was foreshadowing. It was. It was good <laughs> foreshadowing. Boy, did that work. So, <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I've been bored. And like, ugh. I feel like there have maybe been signs that something I really don't want to happen is going to happen. Right. Especially when her her friend Sarah comes up to her yeah. and kind of almost spills the beans, really, mm-hmm. and she makes a quick getaway. But she's like, "Oh no, 
Uh-oh. No, no, that's she, is, so no. she tries to ostrich hard, which is what she's been doing for like six months. <laughs> that's right. She's been ignoring all the, all the signs. signs, including like, what's your ring size? And like, yeah, do you love a blood diamond? That's... And like, uh, right. I'm but... like, the ring size question that makes you run for the hills. But she was in serious denial. She so, was so much. Yeah, she didn't want to address anything that way. Well, first of all, cause um, her parents to be disappointed in her because, mm-hmm. like she said, her mother said for the first look, like looked at her for the first time with approval, like yeah. without disappointment. Yeah. And so that's because one of the was, reasons. Yeah, because she was a weirdo in high school. Yeah. According what, to that high school. I would, I feel like we would have been best friends because yeah. I was a nerd too. And no. All the things that made her a nerd, I don't really... I'm like, what's wrong with it? Like, All the stuff, that, I was just like, that's regular. Yeah, right? That's, that's Shit, that's me now. <laughs> also, I was not cool in high school, so we would have definitely was, hung out. I was a band nerd. And, and just like your regular nerding geek. Like, nice. But yeah, but I was nice. cute, though. But I was yeah. cute. Hell yeah. <laughs> Always been cute, Naima. <laughs> not a day in your life. So, oh no! It depends on the hair, the hair phase I was going through. That false. no, I'm not going to believe that. I won't do it. So <laughs> this is why I love you. <laughs> so he is like talking to his dad, and both of them are like looking nervous and like giving mm-hmm. each other clandestine nods and stuff that aren't obvious at all. Yeah, and then he comes over and he's like. Oh, Amanda, don't you look, what is it, stunning, ravishing this evening? And she's like, are you a 17th century duke now? What's happening? I loved her. I did too. Okay, so then he goes over, he's like, stand right here, don't move. Don't move, right. She's like, I wish I could move, but I'm frozen in fear. My feet are glued to this floor, and I want to run away, but I can't. Yeah. And then something happens that made me so excited that you specifically are reading this book please tell them everything <laughs> okay 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 first we get like she tells us by the name sir peaks a lot right that yeah you know she when she's nervous she gets really nauseous yeah and so the stomach is starting to rumble because hello there's a heads up that Something's going to happen here that she does not want to happen. And she's not one of those that's going to waffle. Like, Mm -mm. she even does. Like, she thinks, should I? No. Okay. Because she's still in denial now that this is going to happen. But he gets up. Oh, Oh my God. I cried. He gets, he he takes the the microphone Mm -hmm. and dude starts singing. (gasps) And she's like, is that Mandy? By Barry Manilow. Mandy by Barry fucking Manilow. Who does that? How old are you? So first of all, what kind of geriatric nonsense is that? (laughs) We couldn't have found like you couldn't have sang like in those jeans like (laughs) literally anything else. Anything, anything from the twentieth century. Yeah, beautiful by Ed Sheeran or something like something. Um. Oh, oh, like anything, like anything. Hips don't lie. Like (laughs) he could have come up there with some Fergie, and it would have been better than this. And oh, so he's singing. Oh no, that's Shakira. (gasps) How dare I? (gasps) 
Look, I'm I didn't so kiss sorry. Her either, I have so. to crawl into a hole. Because <laughs> Shakira and those hits. That's Ooh, right. Jesus. Oh my she god! I'm so my sorry. Life every god, time it's I watch Shakira her. and Tax mm. Evader. Maybe. Good job, Shakira. Anyway, <laughs> I think she also maybe fought a bear for her kid one time. I wouldn't be surprised. in a French park. Okay, Pretty now sure. I have to go. I, I'm gonna have to go look this up because oh yeah, I've I'll never probably. heard that. I'm gonna. You know what, Naima? It's so funny because every single time we record, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna send you that thing, and then inevitably I send it to you. I don't know. Two weeks later, when I'm editing, and I remember because I hear myself say it out loud, and then you get the link. Oh my god. Oh, how are you friends with but me? But the but the point is, you come through. I I mean I do eventually. <laughs> The promise is kept. You just never know when it's going to happen. Fuck. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he starts singing Mandy, and she's like, oh, my God. I, first of all, I didn't know Alan could sing. Right. And this is another problem. They've been together four years, and she didn't know this. he could sing. And she's like, well, this is just, like, pretty much example of our relationship. We yeah. don't know each other. He doesn't know he me He doesn't either. know me. He doesn't know the real me. He wants to change the real her. That's what it is. That was proven right before he um, did the song because he he started it with this speech that was like, you know, she she was such a weirdo. She was such a weirdo with nerd nerd girl. And then I did buffer up and shiner. That's and now, right. And now she has she's turning into the woman she was meant to be and she's she's I'm a like, beautiful young lady and young I know lady. some young lady. Lady. She's you? like lady. <laughs> young lady, are you my it great was, uncle? It was so condescending. It was. Like, and it he was thought so it was a compliment. He did. That's the thing and I think that's yeah. what made it just more tragic. Absolutely. And then he started to sing that that's oh so and, and like, then don't he, get me wrong the harry style flourish at the end where he right. oh, runs with, in like, with and the slides nails on his knees mick I, jagger slash harry styles flourish i, I had to respect it. that one because dude sorry. was willing to get his pants dirty for this uh, you know for this proposal that's you know? right that's right so you had to give him points on that if the points oh we took God. away from the song choice, not right. all the points back, but just a scope. Oh, no, definitely he, he, not. I mean, he was sold out to the performance completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and, and then he sits there. He gets he's she's like, he's not going to get up because he's on his knees. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, here it comes. And, and it's she's, just bubbling. It's just yeah. bubbling. She and she puts her hand over her mouth. Yes. And everybody's like, yes. oh, she's like, so oh, stunned. She's, she's crying. She's crying. And because so he's like, will you marry? Like, pulls out the rings, like, will you marry me? And she's and she horrified. Thinks, she thinks to herself, can I say yes now and yes, let him down just, later? Yeah, just break up with him later. She's like, and no, I can't. I so, I mean, I already knew I was going to like her from yeah. the whole internal dialogue uh -huh. and how she's so funny. But at that moment, because... I'm not going to lie. I probably would have said yes in front of everybody not to humiliate I, him. Even I though wonder. he didn't have the same, you know, consideration and just broke it off later. But she was like, I can't. I'm like, so sorry. No. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, and she throws up on his head, his face, the ring. She just fills splatters. his shoes with her puke. Oh, my God. I was so horrified. 
it, it just giggled. I, I was, was so I literally excited. said, oh, no. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It and was hilarious. Because he made her wear contacts today because he didn't want her glasses, glasses? in their engagement pictures or what the right. fuck ever. Go right. to hell, Alan. I'm wearing glasses in my in my we just got engaged photos, my proposal photos. That's and you can right. fuck right off. They're part of her identity, <laughs> asshole. Right. Yeah. Because he was really trying to change her. Yes. And to her, this was like, this is it. I can't go forward with this. And no. And poor thing, because she's wearing contacts, they're they don't fit and they feel yucky. And so she's been she's been like crying all night. And right. like, you're crying. And she's like, God damn it. I'm just it like, ah, I can't see anything. And so as she's trying to sprint out the door, I, I just she doesn't see an actual table, table in front of her. With food and beverages on a it. A whole ass table. One of those banquet boys. Yes. Oh. And does she knock it over? Yes, she does. Absolutely. <laughs> And then just and when she, I thought it couldn't get worse after the puke, then that oh, happened. What a sweet oh. unicorn angel she is. <laughs> what a gift to this goddamn world. So, and then she runs out into a storm, a winter storm. And it it's was a thunder perfect. and it's a lightning and it's a rain. And, and what I thought was so great was mm -hmm. earlier in the prologue, she had been thinking that she would have loved to have been outside in the rain. Yeah. And then when she runs outside, it's like, she's, she's like, I'm not thinking about, she, she kind of smothers like the fact that she hurt him and the humiliation that she's feeling. All she feels now is free. Free. And I so felt that. I <gasps> felt it, ma'am. I, I did. The catharsis uh, of a run in the rain. Oh yeah. It's great. Oh, uh, that it's was, great. That was that prologue did it did the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was like that Jane Eyre scene where she runs out into the thing, but funny. Yeah, but funny. It right, was great. Right. <laughs> totally different tone. Not gothic romance Not at all. The tone, this one. The tone was different, but but it gives same Jane thing. Eyre vibes. It does. It does. <laughs> so. <laughs> So now chapter one, we open up, I think it's three months later. Yeah, this like, months listen, later. This is just me. This is my issue. Um, I was really hoping that it was going to be like six years later. <laughs> I, like, I was like, is this going to be a year later or two years? Yeah, but it was yeah, months. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it because she was yes. still in school. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I did um, too. I thought it was going to be like years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, I trauma crocheted. And she trauma runs now. She's a runner um, now. She is. And I felt her trauma while she was running. Because personally, great. running is trauma. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And she's not enjoying times. it. She's not enjoying it. And no. she doesn't know when she's going to enjoy it. All she feels is pain. Yeah, but she does. <laughs> I get it. But it does get her out of her own head. Because she it can does. focus on that pain, the pain and not all the other bullshit. Right. Because, like... Her parents have made it very, very clear that this is the worst decision she's ever made. Yep. And she is baffling to them. And they, they don't know who she is anymore. Yep. And I'm sure you could get him back. And, like, if you you're, apologize. you're nothing without him. Uh, the, like, the narrative from her parents were, it, it was just, it, it was terrible. And it was yeah. just, like, so... Like confidence stripping, you know, like yeah. self-esteem stripping. 
Absolutely. Because they, and here's another thing, like when they pin, there has to be such a weight and you can feel it for her when they pinned all their hopes and expectations on her because mm-hmm. her sister had went the hippie route. <laughs> it was like outliving her best life, not giving a damn about what her parents thought. I mean, and, and so that's... she was their last hope for like respectability. Yeah. If, if I, if, if I could like on a grand scale, if somebody was like Melody, you can make a decision right now and you can change something about people on the whole or whatever. I don't know. I think one of the top three to choose from would be, I want to make sure everybody can divorce themselves from caring about their parents' expectations. Isn't it true? Yeah. Like, I I think I'm blessed that, you know, other, other than things like, you know, want you to like my father always said when I was younger, and I, yeah. I honestly don't think this is a bad thing because it shaped, it, it, it brought me to where I am today. Sure. He said, whenever you do, get a job that you don't mind getting up in the morning going to. Yeah. You want to be happy. You don't, yep. you don't want to, and, and I've been in both places. Like, uh-huh. and so for him, and he always used to tell us, I didn't raise entertainers. I raised scholars. So mm-hmm. in other words, he was telling my dreams of being the next, I mean, the girl version of new kids in the block was out. Um, so that was destroyed early. So the college route was basically, you're going to college. And totally. I was, and, and I'm thankful for that because mm-hmm. it is what I needed to do. It, it It's brought me here. It's, I mean, and, so those... and now you're a scholar and an entertainer. Right, right. You you don't think I pointed that out to him too? Yeah. Of he now he denies did. he said that, but me and my sister, like, no, uh, uh, uh. no, you did. The time <laughs> we performed the Kool-Aid song in the kitchen, and you told us <gasps> no. <laughs> it was like, I love, I love high C. Great taste. It's got the vitamin C, I love high C. And he's, he's standing there like this. We had the dance routine and everything. Yeah. And he was like, I raise scholars. I'm raising scholars, not entertainers. <laughs> I love that. He didn't even That's let fantastic. us get to the moms and kids agree. <laughs> like the whole bass part. Like, just totally destroyed our dreams oh, of like boy. band boy a boy band granger that's all i'm saying oh. but like those were really the only expectations they put on us they let us just forge our own track yeah you know yeah, like yeah, when yeah. i wanted to be um and i was scared to tell him that i okay. wanted to be a published author yeah because i was like that's not dependable money don't even know if sure. you're gonna be you don't sure. know it's and that could be like years. And, and all he said was, um, are you going to copyright your work? You know, you have to copyright your work so nobody can steal it. And are oh. you going to go? Is there an organization of writers that you can join to perfect your craft? You're going to need. He not only oh. pushed me to my first RWA meeting, he paid for the year. <gasps> oh, yeah, He just supported. Like, so we didn't. But I totally agree because I've seen what happened. I have yeah. friends where it happened the other way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And it could be, yeah. it's such a weight. It's such a weight yeah. to have that expectations and somebody's hopes and their vision, not your mm-hmm. own, on your shoulders that they want you to carry out. Yeah. So I so felt for her. Like, it made her so relatable. Yeah. And even though she was following her own dreams of being a writer, she still had to lie to them about the about 
what she wanted to do with her degree. Right. And she right. was writing in secret. I right. think they knew about her book, but they they just like didn't respect it at all. No, it was her hobby to them. They yeah. were like, "Oh, good. Are you filling your weekends with book writing instead of banging all the boys?" Great. Right. Namely, Alan. I guess that's better. <laughs> yeah. They were terrible. Oh my god, they're awful. I hate them. So, okay, so she's in a creative writing class, and she's in it with her nemesis. He is English. He is a tall drink of water. I just heard him talk in my uh -huh. head, like while I'm reading in my head. Huh? <sighs> that British accent is so it, sexy. It's great. It's great. It does stuff. things for me. It's a panty <laughs> dropper, is what it is. And he drops panties all over campus. Taking them. Taking them. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the reasons she hates him so much. Yes. Because she's just like, he's not serious about anything. And like, he thinks he can just like go through the world banging chicks and, you know, getting drinks thrown at him and just like, I'm He's going through half the girls me. in the class. Yeah. Right. And like, actually, when we first see her going to her class, there's one of the girls from the class like running out because mm -hmm. he just like broke her heart. Because she had words <laughs> with him and then she had to leave. She was not sitting in that class with him. No. No. His name is Blake. And he's finishing up his degree and he moved to Canada to like help his dad and mm -hmm. spend more time with his dad. So she hates him. Every time she speaks, he rolls his eyes because he thinks she's like a brown nose her. And, and pretentious. And, and like, she got to stick up her ass. He's not wrong. No, no, he's not. Mm -mm. He's, he's not. not. Yeah. So the teacher decides that their final project is going to be her deciding who she's going to team them up with. And it's going to be a, a partnered writing project. Have you ever co you have co-authored stuff, right? I, no, I've never co-authored. You've never? Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. No. I, I mean, I, if I had my dream pick of like an author, like to to write a book with oh yeah it would be two it would, of course <gasps> like nalini singh because oh you know, my god yes and tessa bailey because oh, <gasps> oh yes okay. so but no i i never have and and i've always wondered like how do they do that how is it you work? know yeah how, how does, does it work happen? how do you break it up who decides yeah. whose voice is going to because i think if you're co-authoring with somebody like your voices have to mesh yeah while still retaining your right. own to keep the characters not yeah. sounding alike, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, well, would, I always like, wondered how you did that. Yeah, and I think the answer is, I mean, just like writing in general, it's different for everybody. Right, but right, yeah. I think that um, when when Sierra, Simone, and Julie Murphy teamed up for that series. <gasps> that, yes, the Christmas, Christmas series. series. Oh, yeah. love that. I, asked I just them, bought the novella. Yeah, I asked them because every time I meet a, a pair of, of co-writing authors, I'm like, how is it done, please? Like, yes. what's your process? And for them, they split it up by POV. Sierra wrote all of the male, and she wrote all of the 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 lady main character. That makes such and you sense can, now and that you I'm can hear thinking it back. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, yes. I read the first one, and I just bought the novella. And now that I'm thinking back, I can totally see yeah. that. Because yeah. I've read and both of their books, and I, I can definitely see that. Right, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, everything just clicked into place when you told me that. Obviously, yeah. they still, they do what these characters do in this book, because FYI, she gets teamed up with Blake. Um, <laughs> like, you didn't see that coming, but we, we're going to sell you. <laughs> yeah. 
but like they still they still like comment and edit and help yeah. with each other's chapters but like right. the base of the prose is them and their voice on their own so yeah i don't know like i would be interested to know uh, how other people do it it's cool me too it's really cool me too like even like writing like the same chapter together like who decides or because i know yeah some people might take it chapter by chapter you write chapter one i write chapter two but we're both yeah. writing you know so yeah, yeah that would be interesting to find out how everybody yeah hey are you it. a co-author eveningbosomspodcast at gmail.com let a bitch know what do you, yeah. what do, you do school us i'm serious i i would love to know that that fascinates me um okay actually you know what i've realized about myself and i think it's because i am like still kind of early on my like adhd as an adult journey uh-huh. but i am fascinated by people's like learning about people's workflows and i never thought i would say that shit out loud same same like yeah like i just i want to know what it looks like is it doing it in the morning is it you know and and like no matter the industry i just like how, how do you make a thing go right how do you oh do it? same because i always ask people that and whenever, like, there's an interview and mm -hmm. an author interview I'm reading and that question comes up, I find that so fascinating, too, yeah. because it's different for yeah. most people. Mm -hmm. And I find sometimes I can take, like, why not try it? Because, well, I was first published in 2009 and now it's mm -hmm. 2023. And the process I started with has changed over yeah. the years because some things that worked then don't work now. Sure. And so... When I when I read that or hear people answer that question, I'm always listening. I'm like, because maybe I can take yeah. little things to tweak my own process and yeah. make it the the creativity flow more. Whether I'm going to be more disciplined, so yeah, it fascinates me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also why I, I took one of the Write Better Faster courses. You know, Becca Symes yes. Academy thing. Yes. Love and I yes. took I took the one for writers, knowing that like I am not a writer, <laughs> and I would be applying wow, those skills to I other didn't shit. Yeah, 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 and it was illuminating. It was she nuts. is fantastic. Oh I, my gosh! Like every single time I speak with her, I feel like my life changes. Right. She is, you come so away insightful. with something. Oh my gosh. I I just told her like she posted so I read her posts on Facebook too. Mm. Every time she makes a post, like the last one she did, mm. I just told her, I was like, every time I read something of yours, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's in a book, because I have yeah. like two of her books, I feel like I just had therapy. <laughs> yes. No, I'm so yes, that is so true. I feel like I've learned something more about myself. Yeah. Like she I've learned something fantastic. more about myself and I can apply it to my business. Yes. And like, absolutely. geez, that's incredible. God, she she's, she's so insightful. Her instincts yes. are so on point. Like, I, I don't know. She's she's amazing. Anyway, yeah. I'm so sorry. Hello, Becca Syme. I love you. <laughs> we, we were just crushing on you. We're here. just, we're the big fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she gets teamed up with him. She tries to throw a fit and be like, I can't do that. Don't do that mm -hmm. to me. And the professor's like, bye, babe. I Have know. fun. Suck it up, buttercup. Deal with it. Yeah. So she decides to pull an Allen? Yeah. Did, didn't it sound like that email sounded so condescending? Oh, it reeked of it. And she's, I'm like, oh, do you she's... not realize it? She no, didn't. she does. 
She does. See, she see, said, I'm writing this email to put him in his place. He's going to know who he's working with. Because she I am all of the big words. Oh, she does. One of them, she's not even super sure it works <laughs> in the sentence. Listen, but like, why it's did big. I look it up? I did too. And I'm like, no, you didn't use it. It wasn't. That's no, not it wasn't correct. correct. <laughs> yeah. Karina Halley, that was hilarious. And you're a genius. That tidbit in, in that email was fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Because I did. I immediately Googled. I did a big Google I on it. I did, too. I did, too. And then I spent a couple of minutes being like, could I shoehorn that yes. definition? Into... And, then, and then I was like, I wrote it down because I'm going to use it somewhere. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Correctly. Hell, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so she's basically like, I'm sending him an email to put him on notice that, like, I'm going to be in charge and I am That's so right. much smarter than and him. And I'm not putting up with your shit. Like, not doing real, it. Yeah. Like, you, you're you on notice. And it ends with, and she says, like, we should do this as separate as possible. Like, I don't right. see the need to meet up. I don't see the need to spend any time together. Mm -mm. We can do this completely, you know, virtual long distance. And he gets the email while he's getting drunk with a friend. Yes. And this friend is gold. I forget his name. Heath? Heath? Heath. I don't know. Some white Everybody needs a friend like Heath. Yes. He encourages the shenanigans. He encourages the shenanigans. And, I mean, anybody who can just explain my life to me in Lion King metaphors. Oh, my God. I was so, That was so hilarious. God's about I'm to say, he up. is like the surfer dude. Yeah. The way he looks, he encourages the shenanigans, but then he has moments of yeah. such clarity into somebody's uh -huh. personality. Yeah. And, but listen, if you can analyze me. Oh my God, please analyze in me. In Lion King analogy. Yes. Please. But why was I singing like for the rest of the night? Can you feel the, the love tonight? Tonight, tonight. The, peace the evening brings. <laughs> listen, why did I then go and add it to my Spotify list? I mean, seriously. I love that song. Hey, and also, just for the record, listener, you don't need to email me. I know I'm Pumbaa. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> If you would still like to email me, that would be great. But it needs to be more than you are Pumbaa, Melody. You got to actually come with the analysis. <sighs> you got to break down why. Just don't, just don't email. <laughs> I truly cannot think of a personality trait that Pumbaa has that I don't also have. And when I say personality trait, I also mean the flatulence. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. No. <laughs> The only it's thing what? I can think of is that pigs only sweat through their feet. So that is different between me and Pumbaa. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's that's the reason that pigs wallow in um in mud. It's not because they're like dirty or whatever. It's how they cool down because they Holy cannot shit. sweat out of their body. They can only sweat through their feet. So they have to keep themselves cool or they're literally they will literally cook themselves in the summertime. The things I learn when I come onto your podcast. I mean, like, listen. It's just mind-blowing. I learned something every day. You knew I was a pig farmer <laughs> in high school, right? No. No, ma'am. No, oh. that has not come up. I would have remembered that. <laughs> yeah, I was a full pig farmer in high school. Not only did I... <laughs> I, I not mean, only did I'm going to need you not to just drop that in and not explain. <laughs> no, you're right. 
So <laughs> I was in 4-H and I decided to raise pigs. Of course you were. Yes. And um, one of my favorite things, yeah, one of my favorite things was there was a, um, there was like the closest pig farmer. Her name was Kathy Mason and she and her daughter Ida ran their pig farm. And so I would trade labor for a discount on pigs. And I would spend like weekends at their house. I would just go drop off on Friday. Yeah. Drop off on Friday, pick up on Sunday. I would go to Catholic church with them. That's the only reason I know about Catholic church because I would just go with them when I were, when I stayed with them. I fucking love them so much. They're also the people who introduced me to monster cookies. Oh, Oh. anyway. Oh my God. (laughs) Truly some of the best people on the planet. Anyway. So then after, after like getting that experience, I decided to turn two of my like pigs that could have been for slaughter into sows. I built a barn with my stepdad and like we had all like we had a bunch of litters. I, I did, um, I did inseminate them both. What? What? A couple of times. Yep. I did do the insemination. With a, Um, with a. I also had a, yep, yep. With, with, you know, shipped in sperms, you know, and a big... You impre- so basically you're telling me you impregnated pigs. Yes, I did. I, I literally, I'm not saying basically, I literally did that. Then, then I you had a boar. That. Oh my God. Then I had a boar who was like, boy, he was sweet, but boy, was he just stupid. And so there were a couple of times where I had to be like, nope, you like the, you got it. You got it. This is no! where you're going. No. Got to go here. Well, oh my God, this is a metaphor for real life. I did all of like the the injections and I did all the castration. I did all of I when I had a, a bottle. Can baby, you castrated? Yeah, yeah, we had to castrate the boys, otherwise the meat doesn't taste right. This is also a metaphor for real life. Oh, there we go. Digging that. <laughs> let's un- let's unpack that. Yeah, right? And when I had bottle babies, they would sleep in my room slash in my bed with me. Because the other thing is, pigs were actually really, really clean. Like, horses shit everywhere. Yeah. Pigs only go to the bathroom in, like, one spot. And if you don't clean the spot, they will go and, like, make another spot. But otherwise, they don't shit where they eat or sleep. Wow. Pigs are great. I fucking love a pig. You know, they got a bad rep because we always talk to, oh, you're such a pig. No, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's only because of that, that mud fallacy. <laughs> Wait, I'm, now I'm thinking, yeah. I'm so going to write a heroine who's a pig <gasps> farmer and I'm oh coming god. to you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, this has to happen. I've never been more excited. <laughs> this, this has to happen. Oh my god. I'm dead serious. Yes. What a cool job. Yeah. It really and I have is. all the research possible yeah! right here in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I brought a baby pig. I, I brought two baby pigs back to life because I I was also I would like pharaoh them, um, and so I was there for like all of the births and everything. And a couple of them were in the canal too long. Oh, and good. The great thing about pigs, baby ones, is that like they usually fit like right in your hand, and so you yeah. can support like 
all of them while still swinging them the hell around. And so I, I would have this little tiny pig in my hand and then I would just like swing them back and forth so that the, 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 the stuff would get out of their lungs and, yeah. and nasal passages. And then they were You're alive. a fucking midwife. Yes. <laughs> no, that's, oh my God. I didn't realize it, but I have, you, I was a pig you were, you were. Yeah. Because I, that's the predominant time that I worked with Kathy and Ida was when all of the sows were due. So, like, we would wake up. Like, sometimes I would spend the night because it was like, maybe Rosie's going to go into labor at 3 a.m. Like, I love this. This just you keeps up better. You get up and you, yeah, you go catch him for Rosie. You make sure that placenta's all out. Anyway. So, yeah, best, best, best. One okay, of the best I was experiences waiting. of my life. Every time we get together, I learn something <laughs> new about you. Every single time. So this like this like knocks two birds out with one stone. I get my melody story and I learn something new about you. Holy hell, a pig farmer and a midwife. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Aw. I'm so sorry, listener. Shoot. Okay, where were we? Literally. Oh no, they're they're loving this just like I am. Like <laughs> you, you don't get shit like this on other podcasts. Like I dare you to name another podcast host who was a pig farmer. I... <laughs> they're getting romance Ooh. and four H. <laughs> like yeah, points. Like that's come true. on. Thank you, Naima. Yeah. I'm just speaking truth here. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we were at the email. So he gets it with his friend Heath, who did lead us to a pig rabbit hole. Yeah. And um <laughs> look look, Heath is useful on so many levels. He really is. It's like multi-layered. <laughs> yeah. And so they craft the worst email possible back. It starts with something like, hey, sweet like, cheeks or something. Sugar sweet tits. tits. Sugar tits. Oh my god. And it just goes down from there. But I have to say, yeah. she asked for it. She yes. had it coming. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And he was like, part of the email was like, I don't know what you really said because you used all those big <laughs> words. <laughs> but like, no, we're gonna do this in person. How about we meet at the library? So he wakes up super hungover and he's gonna go to his dad's bookshop because one of the reasons he's finishing college in Canada is because he's going to take over his dad's right. struggling bookstore. And it's why he's getting that, that business degree yes. instead of one in like creative writing or, yes. or whatnot. Cause spoiler alert, he's a writer too. Yeah. Even though you people wouldn't believe it because of his manner in class, mm -hmm. but he actually has his own secret project that he's writing. It's a sci-fi horror. Yes, so, and Yes. And into it. Could these and two isn't just it called... perfect? Okay, I'm so sorry, everyone. I I have something weird happening in my brain. And it's so I listened to a podcast a little while ago who do fun facts. And the fun fact they were doing is like band bands' names before they were the super famous names we know. Right. And <laughs> one of them one of them was Blood Fart. <laughs> who? Who? Limp Biscuit, I think. No! <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they were blood fart. Why? For that, a second. When but, if, if that's the case, 
Good check for hemorrhoids. So, <laughs> I mean, hemorrhoid. yeah, you got a fissure in there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, check it out. Anyway, so, so, but now I, I can fart. only think of the blo- the title of his work in pro- progress as blood fart. And I don't <laughs> think that's right. <laughs> There's blood good. in it, though. If, I think it was, was it blood aurora? Or, or blood heart? It was something. It was blood something. And now that you said it fart, blood aurora. it just I only think blood propelled fart. everything <laughs> out of my mind that said blood fart. I can't even think of it now. <laughs> I think you're right. It's blood aurora. <laughs> I think. Blood fart is just, it's just. Oh my God. Shove anyway, its way in there. Listen, listen to Till Death Do Us Part. They're, they're a great indie true crime <gasps> podcast. And it's a, a husband and a wife and they do it together. And they only cover cases in which romantic partners murder each other. You know what? You fantastic. have given me one of my favorite <gasps> podcasts now. Yeah. Love Murder. Yeah. And now I'm writing this one down because that's now yeah. my favorite one of my favorites. It's so good, right? Oh, I love it. Love Murder is so good. Yeah. So death dude. Yeah, their their podcast craft is tight too. And what I love about it is a lot of the well not a lot of them, about half of them I know. You yes. know, I've seen like on TV yeah, or yeah, you yeah. know you but they give so much more detail that it's yeah. like listening to that case for the very first time. And then their commentary is funny. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry, everyone. So he sends this back to her and he's on his way to his dad's shop. But on the way, he does run into her. And she's out running again. Yes. And she's like spooked. Yeah, because he doesn't know. Like, I know I said that. <laughs> is she going to kick me right in the nards? <laughs> Is what he's thinking. And the bollocks, probably, for him. Yes! <laughs> he's probably hiding his hands over his nuts. Yeah. So he's like, get my email. And, and she's like, sh- And she yeah. pretends. Yes, she lies. She wants to, like, look like she's really on, on her shit. So she yeah. lies. And he's like, and you're okay, okay. with that? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, where did you want to meet? Like, she just guesses that that's what he said and he's like the library i guess like this is real weird gotta go bye he rushes up at it yeah and then she reads the email afterwards and she's fucking pissed she is hot big mad and and feels like an idiot because she did that stupid lie yeah because and now she's like no wonder he was looking like that yeah that email was hilarious. It was it so was. good. It was. Oh my god! They wrote it while they were drunk off their asses. <laughs> I know, and I like. There are moments when I wish I didn't read some of the podcast books in audio because I would be reading you the entire email, but I can't, listener. So listen to the audio book. It's good. Okay, so then we actually learn a little bit more about him to sort of boil it down. The bookstore is struggling. His dad is a pretentious asshole. Who doesn't even have a romance section in that big bookstore. Yes, because he considers it trash and porn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Blake points out there have been tons of women who come in the bookstore, ask about the the romance section, and walks back out because they don't have Mm -hmm. one. And they're losing money like because he refuses... Too, because yeah. he's like a liter- literary purist, yeah. right? 
and I'm uh you know this hit me right in the where yeah, it hurts you're, right you're you're, in, you're you're not a literary purist you're a misogynist that's right that's right you yeah. know you're just a snob that's what yeah. you are yeah and, and he's in <sighs> no wonder he's going broke if he if he put in a romance section he would they would be in the black they would i mean at the very least they would have more foot traffic and they wouldn't alienate people who will buy romance and other shit right by right making them feel like you know less than like he but, just okay. put in this the fantasy section yeah and he put it in the back yeah yeah <laughs> such a dumbass i mean I like really so um i do have kind of a hot take about this book and Ooh, I will get to face. it at the end. I okay. overall, I really, really liked it, obviously, but I did have a little bit of a hot take toward the end. Okay, oh, and I it's can't regarding it. it's regarding like how romance and the romance hate is kind of wrapped up slash treated. The, we had the same hot take. Okay, perfect. Because I found myself getting angry. Big. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I found <laughs> and, myself. And I was thinking if there wasn't a romance author writing this. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, and all of it's incredibly realistic and shit that oh, absolutely. every person has heard before if they listen a to this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then... Uh, they do meet up at the library. They decide what they're going to write about. They decide how they're going to split up the work. She wants to be the person who solely comes up with the characters and yeah, he's overall like, no. plot structure. And he's like, fuck that and fuck <laughs> yeah. you. Because he's like, either one, you, if it's bad, if the, the novel goes bad, you're going to say it's my fault because I didn't participate. Right. If it's good, you're going to say he didn't participate. This is all me. He's like, I'm not even going to set myself up for that, honey. Absolutely not. <laughs> No. Not gonna do it. We're doing this together. 50-50. That's right. And so when they get together to like go over the first chapters, she is hilariously delighted and shocked. Right. Shocked, that he I can tell you. string two sentences together. Oh and that gosh. those sentences are really good. And they're like, wow, there's so much depth to the character he wrote. It even makes her feel self-conscious and doubting her own work. Yeah. Because he dug so far into the yeah. well the book they decide to write is yes. about a man who is cheating on his wife yes and he's in love with two women mm -hmm. and so he's taking the pov that's how they split up he's taking the pov of the husband and she's taking the pov of the mistress and later on the wife yep, yep and yep. so she was expecting basically his chapter of like the opening chapter of the um, husband's point of view to kind of reflect how she viewed him, which was yeah. shallow and without right. depth and, and flippant and arrogant. And yeah. when she read his chapter, like he gave that character so many layers. It was 3d. Mm -hmm. He was, he was insightful. He was funny. He was even, you even started to feel for him. And yeah. when she read that opening line, I was like, fuck yeah that's a that's really a great opening line great opening line Karina yeah Alley. nice work really like, right 10 out of 10 book. would read <laughs> that's right uh, yeah i don't get scared away by cheating karina so, no oh my, you know you know what i used to like that Did used you? to be just a sidebar that yeah, used please. to be a straight Hard deal limit. breaker for me like okay. i was if if there was cheating involved i'm dnfing it that was a deal breaker for me Lately, because mm. I've been reading a You're lot of dabbling in some dark. I really have dark romance mm. and urban romance, and mm, 
They have it's no longer like a hard limit. If there's mm-hmm. like, if the writer just yes. like works it and crafts it in a certain yeah. way, and especially the characters, and it fits the story, it's no yeah. longer like a hard limit for me. That's all. Wow, that's cool. It just shows the power of a great writer in a great Absolutely. story. You know. That, yes. that can push you beyond what you think are your boundaries and what yeah. you find acceptable and make you like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Truer words have never been spoken. Oh yes. It's why books are so cool. <sighs> yeah. Oh God. So after that, they like, she's like, okay, I can, I can trust him more. And they start to work together a lot more. And then he decides to like pick her up. He calls. She keeps on trying to text him, and he keeps on calling her back. Yeah. And she's that, like, "That's me." She's like, "What the Gary, fuck, dude?" That's me and Gary. <laughs> Gary texts. I'm like, "I ain't got time for that shit. Let me call you." <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of fucking writing with my thumbs. I mean, truly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> I texted for a reason, Naima. That's like, what he says. We got it for a reason. I'm like, yeah, that's just too much to type. I, my thumbs are. No, Mm-mm. Oh there's my a lot God. of back deleting too. No, fuck it. Let me just call. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite is when people text me and I can't like use my hands. And so I send them a voice memo. Back. Oh God. Because it is a text. It really is. Okay. Re- they it's have a- it in the text app. It's so legit text. Yes. Oh, yeah. But you are going to hear my inflection. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And okay, I because when you do that, it feels like I know when people do that to me, and mm-hmm. I like hate with it's very ironic because I'm on this podcast a lot, <laughs> but I hate the way I sound, oh. and so when people send me that like the voicemail, I feel so obligated to send one back. <laughs> I'm like, damn it! <laughs> That's great. The pressure. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so he's also got a nine-year-old stepbrother, which I don't know that he's I said so out loud. He's so cute. He's so cute. He's oh. precocious. He loves fa- He's escaping into fantasy books because we find out that that the stepmom and Blake's dad are getting a divorce. Right. So he finally had stability back, and now he's going to go through a second divorce. Mm-hmm. And he goes around with a cape. <laughs> he wears a cape, the cape the to time. school. and I just... love it. He's so cute. I love it. Yeah. And he's like, I feel like he's just adult enough still because he's sort of rebelling against everything. And so he'll be like, fuck that. And you're like, you're nine. Cool it. Yeah. Cool it. I'm I'm just putting myself when I was nine and when my kids were nine, I'd have been Mm -hmm. like fucking a wall like this. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So. So because Blake, Blake really, really likes his, his stepbrother. Um, Which I thought was so sweet. It really was. Because he could have been resentful because yeah. um, he didn't really grow up with his father. Because after his parents divorced, he went to England. And that mm-hmm. was like when he, I think he was like six. Yeah. So him and his father were never really close. And right. so that's, you know, him coming back is a way to kind of like, kind of fix yeah. those bonds. But he could have been resentful because his father is basically parenting this little yeah. boy, which he didn't get to do with him. He didn't get to Absolutely. live with his father, but he didn't. He just loves him. He loves him so much that when his mother is like, Fluffy can no longer stay in the house. Fluffy is Kevin's pet. 
And, and Fluffy is an escape artist. He's an escape artist in this tank, glass tank cage. That's the one. That's the one. Blake actually takes Fluffy to his apartment because Kevin loves Fluffy so much and doesn't want to give him away. Yeah, and Fluffy scares um, Blake quite a bit. Fluffy scares me. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know what's crazy, Naima? Then she asks him, is Fluffy your cat? No, is Fluffy, Fluffy's not a, cat, a cat, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a cat? <laughs> Okay, you're. I don't think anybody's gonna believe me, but it's true. And I have probably photo evidence somewhere that I could find. At the very least, I can call my stepdad. But I had a, a rose-haired tarantula in my house, Fuck that. and that's the exact breed of tarantula. It's a, it's a Chilean rose-haired tarantula. I I'm getting creepy. Like I we <laughs> like my skin is crawling. Why? She, my stepdad wanted it. So we, we got a tarantula and like we would all I would have had to go get live it out somewhere else. And she would call no, on him. No, yeah, no, I would why? I would hold her quite a bit. She was great. No. She, we called her Rosie because she was pink. She was what? Pink. The like not fluorescent pink or like hot pink, but they're rose haired tarantulas because they're they look like a rose colored. Okay. They're sort of <laughs> I'm I'm so creeped out right now. <laughs> I can't! I can't! Mm -hmm. If nobody has guessed by now, I have arachnophobia. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. When yeah. I was in college, like we, for our senior seminar, like because yeah. I was a psychology major, and we had to do a senior seminar project, and my professor had the great idea. Another way, me and my sister are identical twins. Mm -hmm. We fucking hate spiders. Like, okay. and remember, this shows how old I am. Remember the Encyclopedia Britannica? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. We got the stapler and stapled this this section with the spider, so we wouldn't. Because it never you, fails you when couldn't... you're flipping it at shit. You you flip to a spider, and we would just freak the hell out. That's so we brilliant. stapled it together. No, it's not brilliant because um, there's oh. brown recluse in the bee. There's black oh, widow shit. in the bee. There's like. <laughs> So we were still like, oh, God, we're going to have to staple something in every book, every volume. You know, now that you mention it, that's, that's shockingly hard to we censor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You took out the main section, but what about the individuals? Ooh. It never failed. We would flip to one. So oh. I'm just hate them. Yeah, just fair. hate them. So do Blake and Amanda. Yeah. Blake is so terrified. He's he's terrified mm -hmm. of this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, as but like my senior seminar project. Oh yeah, yeah. My my professor was like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna desensitize you to spiders. Oh, so what? by the t end of the semester, you'll actually hold one." Pardon me. And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck that." But what she are was you, like, a "No, hypnotist? we're yeah, <laughs> right." I didn't, I didn't... No, I can be desensitized that, to that violence curse? first. Before, sure. Right? Are you fucking Gandalf? Like, uh, <laughs> so she was like, we're going to start with watercolors of a spider and then gradually a more detailed picture because I can't even look at a picture. Um, <laughs> then a more detailed picture, then a more detailed picture, then you're going to touch the picture and then you're eventually going to hold a, a tarantula. I mean, it's my grade. 
but I didn't get past the watercolor. I, I could not. That no. shit, I couldn't get past the watercolor. And I ended up doing a, a paper on the music of Serafina. I was like, Incredible. No, I freaked the fuck out over watercolor. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Oh my and gosh. so I'm reading this, and when she sees Fluffy for the first time, I screamed, even though I felt like this was where we were going, but I was yeah. hoping it was like, um, like what what is that 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 dragon thing, like that lizard? I yeah, was yeah, hoping yeah. it was that. Yeah, I was I was going through my head being like, which lizard has hair? Right. Is there right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm praying at this point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The fuck no. I so I am I it was rough for, for listen, you. you're holding a, a damn tarantula and I'm like, first pigs, first first a pig farmer, <laughs> and now you're letting that shit just crawl over. Yeah. I, well, no, and, what are so, we doing? Thank goodness, like tarantulas can't like get confused by language because um my stepdad was trying to be all like cool and stuff. Like, oh, I've got a tarantula and its name is Creeps. And I would be like, its name is Rosie. <laughs> How how big like like I they kept on saying the size of your hand. I don't think that's true. Mine never got that big. It was like the size of my palm when it was just like hanging out with all its legs relaxed. No, okay, never mind. Never mind. The sorry, legs sorry. Okay, I just, okay, okay. Oh my god, I'm actually sweating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they both freak out, and she's like, why do you have this here if you are afraid of it? Like, what are you doing? And he so he has explains, to feed it. Yeah, like, yeah, you got crickets. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he's like, so he tells her about his, his tiny stepbrother, and she's like, this is a layer to him I did not anticipate. Right. That is a depth of love. Yeah, absolutely. That I, I don't even think I have for my sister. I don't even know <laughs> if I have it for my kids. Like... <laughs> yeah. So as they start working together, they find that they mesh really well writing-wise, and they start looking mm -hmm. forward to yes. getting together and working. Because this is helping them even with, like, the creativity on their own books that yeah. they're finding. So yeah. and they're starting to actually <gasps> enjoy one another's company. What? So I know. She didn't OMG. think it was possible, even no. though he thinks she has a great ass and, and, and breasts. So... He's yeah. always like seen how pretty she was. It was just that the stick up her ass got in the way of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Big barrier for our Blake. And okay, so now he's at drinks with Heath again. And Heath is like, ooh, look at those blondes. They're so blonde. And I'm going to talk to them. And Blake is, so and he's like, yeah. And he's like, D are you, oh, he invites Blake to a fuck lake. Right. You know? Well, that's basically what it was. Yeah. yeah it, right. Like a it weekend happened on last the lake. time. It was like a little orgy last time. So. Right. Yeah. And Blake's like, "Oh no, I'm. I have to finish this project. I'm like laser focused on it." And he turns Heath down is an like, orgy. Yeah. He's just like, "Are you sure that it's just the work and not maybe the person behind the work that you might be compelled by?" And he's like, "No, for sure not. Mm -mm, no. Are we sure? No. Couldn't happen." And then <laughs> Keith hits on the blondes. And one of the many women that he has jilted is a server at this restaurant. And she's oh, holding a, she's a still whole angry. tray of pints. She does just dump it on his whole head. And like, why? She he can't remember her name. Can't remember her name. <laughs> Listen, he didn't call her and 
part of the reason was because he would not know how to address her. <laughs> and he's and like, like uh, Sasha. And she's like, that's the manager. <laughs> oh my God. Who he's also the manager. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently when that happened, like a bunch of the women at this restaurant were like, yeah, damn. <laughs> Damn, I'm so sorry. Bing, boom, bong. Safety hazards and liability with Melody. Don't do this because you can brain a person with pint glasses. Right. And I'm just thinking all that. First of all, um, that's a waste of beer. And and all the spillage. Like, yeah, it's an accident waiting to happen. I'm like, how does she not notice her job? But that's what he said. Why would he not lose his job? Because it would be Sasha's job to fire it, mm-hmm. fire her. Mm-hmm. And Sasha's over, probably over there going, yep. off. She's Bra-ba. ordering more pint glasses <laughs> for all sorry. the ones that got shattered. Oh, my God. But seriously, though, you can you can yeah. brain bludgeon a person. I can't believe he wasn't bludgeoned in this fictional story. Anyway, my, my exact note is Danger Town in all caps. Uh, uh, yeah so then he hangs out with his uh little brother and he finds out that they're getting a divorce Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons that little bro has been acting out a little bit right right and he's currently like supposed to be quasi babysitting him because they're off at lawyers probably and when they get back little bro is like oh you, you can stay for dinner if you want and he has a date with Amanda, Amanda to work. right? But then he sees like the hope in his eyes, and like, and how... in his stepmother's eyes, who they don't really like care. Like she doesn't really care for him. No, it's kind of like a distant kind of sure thing. Like but... she doesn't actively dislike him. She just no. doesn't really care for him. But even he can see in her eyes, she's like pleading for him to stay for yeah. Kevin's sake. Yeah. But please. My my kid is is having a rough time and you're one yeah. of the people who make him happy. And so he calls her to cancel. And she has been told mm. by a friend about this scene at the restaurant. Right. But in the friend's retelling, Heath wasn't the one hitting on the hitting blondes. Hitting on the blondes, right. They were both, I guess, hitting on the blondes. So he's like, I'm really sorry. Something came up. I need to cancel. And she's like, how dare you? She is it because someone is blonde? That, mm-hmm. How? What's happening? She just leaps right over logic and goes to that conclusion. Well, yeah. not logic. I mean, because he is who, he, who he, yeah. he's like portrayed himself to be. Sure. But she never asked him why. Mm-mm. And because she already jumped to that conclusion and he was annoyed by it, mm-hmm. he just agreed with her. Yeah, yeah that's she's why. Like, Fuck it. Yes. Sure. Bye. <laughs> So the next class, he has to pull her aside and be like, I have cooled down and I have thought about it. And I'm just going to tell you that it wasn't, nobody was blonde. Like (laughs) we were hanging out with Kevin and my, this is what happened. And she's like, OMG, he's like. And they have like a little moment up because he has her like cornered up against the wall. put her against a wall. Yeah. I was, I hate it. I was like. Yeah, it was. The sexual tension between th- those two, Zing. along with it was great. And the banter, like that just, he just dropped sexual innuendos in there oh, and she gosh, would just so like nice. brush it off. But inside she's all tingly. Oh, yeah. And so it, the, the sexual tension between them was amazingly yeah. written. I was waiting for them to just like 
kiss already. I know. I know. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen during this paper, but it doesn't. So No, no, yeah, I did they get, too. They get completely done and they turn it in. And as they're sort of leaving, they're like, well, goodbye. I guess there's no reason for us, for to, us see to see each other again. <laughs> ever again. Because this is the end of the semester, too. And right. I think he's finished with school while she yes. has... I think another semester a year, to go a or year something. Left. Yeah, year. But he's finished. So this is like, this is it for yeah. them. And she's basically like, yeah, what you said, there's really no reason for us to talk and both to of them each are other like, again. Could we manufacture a reason? No. Right. Okay, I guess I'm going right. to walk away now. Yeah. So as he's going away, the professor like goes up to him and she's like, I speed read some of that shit you guys wrote. And like, it's good. And then she goes on this rant about romance. Yeah, about he could, how, if he kept working at it and he didn't sell out, like all sell of those out. trashy erotica authors who are yeah. making all the money on Amazons, right. then he could be like a legit author one day. Yeah. Her words. Go fuck yourself. I know. I'm just telling you, if, if this wasn't <sighs> written by a romance I author, because I, I... I either cringed or I got real hot in oh, some mm -hmm. during some of these conversations. Mm -hmm. Even the conversations between him and Amanda yes. still got mad, you know? Yeah. Okay, but we're getting yes. ahead of ourselves, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, but yeah, gosh. she was just trashing it. She was like, you know, if you sell your soul basically and write all this, you know, porn based yeah. smut, yeah. um, you know, if you keep the track, it's gonna be hard, but you can be a legitimate author. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. all he hears is money. Oh. They're making money? Wait a second. <laughs> How much money? <laughs> I have a store to save. That's right. That's right. And I don't mind talking about dicks. Oh, God. He does <laughs> not. He does not. He, the, the amount of times this 23-year-old man is like, yeah, me and my big dick. Yeah. He had no problem with <laughs> And apparently he's not... No, he's hyperbolic. not fabricating. No, no. Mm -mm. there's Apparently, no exaggeration here. It's really, really big or whatever. <laughs> it's fine. So, so then he's like, this is, this is a thing that should happen. And like, because I've been so inspired for my horror sci-fi thing, because I'm writing with Amanda, I think that we should do this and we should do it together. His first reason is ridiculous. And that is, he can handle the sex, absolutely. But, like, he right. has no idea what heart How feelings are. Right. He can't do the romance part. Yeah. And according to his research, because he did a ton of research. Yes. Like, from the, he used his, his business degree and he looked at, um, went on, um, read interviews, read blogs, mm -hmm. articles. Then he went on Amazon and downloaded, like, the top 10 best-selling erotic romance mm -hmm. books. And he's like... I can, you have to have like a dash of romance in these books or else yeah. it's not going to sell. Yeah. So you I know, need have a lady all the with a want. vagina. Right. right. Who, <laughs> to do the art love, part. love comes from that vagina, I'm pretty That's sure. Right. <laughs> and not, not what I'm big. working with. It's, like it's yeah. big, but like love doesn't fit in there. No, it's big, no. but that doesn't reflect the size of my heart and For my emotions. Sure so not. yeah. No. So I'm going to need, you know, the woman to do it. 
Yeah. And she is really skeptical and their conversations are really frustrating for people who legitimately and proudly love romance. Right. And it right. is a metric fuck ton of internalized misogyny that all of us have heard in real life. Yes. And it's like, it's going to delegitimize me as an author. And like, we have to keep it a total secret because secret. Then nobody will take nobody serious... will publish our other books. Right. Right. This <sighs> is just, you know, Oh, and here's the thing. We can knock this out with our eyes closed, like, because it's, yes. it's not serious writing. And in the meantime, it could fund our serious writing. Right. And some of the, like, their conversations were funny in a way because of um, stereotypical language. Yes, that, of course. Yeah. But in other ways, I just got angry, like, yeah. reading it, because even as they were deciding to do this thing they were denigrating yes the the genre like, yeah and like I, the, my feeling about it was like this is my safe space you yeah. know like i yeah. hear this shit everywhere else oh absolutely and I, I know what the conversations are like mm -hmm. and i know nobody's shy like. about it <laughs> nope so like i don't i don't know i didn't mind that i um, i minded it but i was like this better fucking pay off right in a right. way that is satisfying because if it's not then i'm just gonna stay mad for life right <laughs> right i'm like they better at some point value what they're yes. writing yes like their their minds better change about yeah, what like, they're writing honestly naima i didn't need a grovel in the romance that no, it's in this book i needed i a needed grovel a grovel for the romance. genre that's right you better Eight fucking grovel. You need to get on on your knees, do the Barry Manilow slide, and apologize Please. to Roman. There needs to be fireworks in that shit. <laughs> this grovel better pay off all my student loans. Like, <laughs> that's I, right. That's this, right. This needs to be a grovel like no other. And that's my one complaint about this book is that there's just not enough groveling no, to not me, Melody. Yes, to yes. To the reader. So that's right. That's right. Seriously, I I completely 100% agree with you on that. And like, I understand. Like, I think, I think, because I've been processing this for a while. Because I've been fucking mad about it. And I think one reason that I can come up with for being like, no, don't, you know, like, show don't tell. You know, like it's gonna yeah. sound preachy if you you know, grovel to romance in right. front of romance readers or whatever. Right. And like, I wouldn't have minded the repetition. No, not at all. Like I, I kind of understand why, because it's kind of like, you know, when you're watching a movie and the character breaks the third wall, you know, and yes. looks at, I, it, it would almost be like the author was inject, yes. interjecting herself yeah. into the book. But part of me, like, no, most of me did not care. <laughs> I no. was like, I, I want, I want some comeuppance. I, yeah. I want an apology. I want this yeah. big ass revelation. Like, I want the come to Jesus moment for yes. romance. That's yes. what I want. I wanted the come to Jesus moment to not be about the love story in the book. Right. It needed to be about how they are legitimate authors as their fucking pen name too. That they're earning money from this genre and still like, I need an apology for that. Like, yes. I need some, what is, I need some respect on my name. Yes. 
And like, and ha, ah, and I, I sort of needed it to be more than romance is really useful because we didn't, even though, spoiler alert, they get outed. Even though people know that we also do this, they're still publishing our real stuff, like his sci-fi, right. whatever, her right. fantasy, whatever. Right. And like, and even that, I was just like, I, I don't mind if romance writers write outside mm-hmm. of the genre. Like, Absolutely not. That's the beauty about bliss. romance. Like, we are not pigeonholed. Like, no. I feel like with other authors, you're either writing fantasy and it's just fantasy, but. With romance, you have sci-fi, you have historical, you have romantic suspense, you have fantasy romance. Like, we incorporate so many other genres. You know what? Romance invites fucking everyone. It does. It's so inclusive. Yeah. Come, like, what what we say, there's a book for every reader. Yes. In this genre. Every, just... If you're looking for, just come to me. I can tell you what, Absolutely. Who, who you need to read, what your book is. Like, you're so made of a book, mm-hmm. right? There, mm-hmm. There's a book for every single reader. You can't yeah. say that about other genres. But it's why, and even they say in the book, like Blake says, um, or, or I think the professor says, it's the highest grossing genre yes. in publishing. There's a reason yeah. why. Yeah. But yeah. we didn't, we didn't, I don't think, like, even though they're continuing to write it, even yeah, though no, they're continuing no, to make money, don't get me wrong. Just... They they end up being proud of what they mm-hmm. do. Not ashamed I just of it. Personally, needed mm-hmm. it to be turned up to eleven. Right. And right. and it was like you a love cool that shit now. Seven. You love it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. You know, right. Yeah. That's all. Totally, that's my only complaint. <laughs> totally agree. Like and you're listen, so here about yeah. that. <laughs> Also, I read this in audio, so if there is some sort of author's note that I missed or something, like heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com, fucking correct me, and I will, you know, I don't know. Because I read it, so. Okay. But I don't know. I don't don't know. Now I'm going to go back and look. I'm going to go back and look. Yeah. yeah, That that was mine, too. We had the same exact one. Yeah. yeah. I needed a a grovel to me, a romance reader. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, okay, so sorry. So they decide that their pen name is going to be Blake Lovecox. Lovecox. Fantastic. And yes. they like it because it's gender neutral. Right. It could be and a guy or a girl, Blake. That's right. right? That's right. And the last, the last name is tongue-in-cheek. That's the one, yeah. And it won't yeah. get flagged by Amazon. Yes. Important. That's right. So then... They start going over premises. And right. What What is the name they land on for this book? It's, it's isn't like, it like the bad boy. It's like, like a stripper. stripper. Yeah. It's something it's like, like that. Falling for the for the naked stripper or the bad boy like stripper that. or something like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it's perfect, is what it is. It, it really. It's, there's no guessing what the book is about. Absolutely None. not. No. <laughs> Later on, they're gonna do um, "Slammed by the Single Dad." Like it's I love stuff. that. Like I, I fucking love it. That was my favorite title, actually. Yeah. And her friend Rio came up with it. Yeah. Quite by accident, because nobody knows. Not even um, Amanda's like kooky roommate, who is just <gasps> I the love her. Oh my god, the way that she. One of just going back a little bit, like yeah. one of my favorite scenes was when she did her makeup. Yes. Just before Blake came to pick her up for their uh-huh. first meet, and she couldn't open 
her eyes, babe, she could barely open her eyes because of all that eyelash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she contoured her for Jesus. The hell out of it. <laughs> it was good stuff. Oh, she was a great sidekick. Yeah, so Anna is um, an Estonian immigrant, recent divorcee, yeah. who is like on the prowl and in beauty school, and is she's the perfect side character. She really is, and and her cooking skills are atrocious. They're terrible. <laughs> yep, and she's always she's always being like, "You get fucked now." That's like, <laughs> and she's like. You're Are doing you the fuck it? on each other? Yes. He's like, she wants to know if we're having the sex. Yeah. She said, my English isn't that bad. I said sex. I said sex. <laughs> sex. Don't the you sex. misrepresent me, sir. Having the sex. So good. Oh, God. Okay, anyway, so then they end up in a library to, like, go over the last chapters of this book. And holy wowza. Talk about Christianing the sex. I mean, the sex. Like, oh, my God. It was hot. Hot. So, well, first, so he's surprised because she, like, goes all out for this epilogue. And he's like, I I did not know this level was in <laughs> right. my beautiful brain. I didn't know you had it in you. Holy God. <laughs> the levels of debauchery, which included <gasps> anal. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Shit. There was also, I'm sorry, everyone. There was also a scene where they were writing at her house and she kept on being like, I don't think it's realistic that the heroine would like talk yes. out loud during yes. sex. And he was like, yeah. have you had good sex in your whole life? And she tries to be like, yeah, yeah sure. I totally have. Yeah. <laughs> and then Blake schools her verbally. And then he's like, hold on. I'm going to live audiobook narrate at you sexily. And so they start, they start like narrating back and forth as he like lays her on the bed and starts like kissing it. up her places and they end up kissing and he gets a tit out, but then yeah. Anna comes home and <laughs> that's, that's right. all we've done. It's hot. Until the library. Listen, I was trying to buy shoes with my kids during this scene. Oh my God. And like, I, I cannot tell you the amount of times I had to rewind because I couldn't keep the narration and what was happening bodily <laughs> in the same like it, it wouldn't those, fit those two don't go in my brain while i was like is it the glitter ones you want you... <laughs> babe they have to be closed toed <laughs> that's not your size i don't care how sparkly they are that will hurt your foot valor take the shoe off we're not Meanwhile, playing cinderella today he's burying his face in her ass oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway <laughs> the two do not go together <laughs> listen i make it work i don't know how i, I do been, it I like my attention is so split <laughs> i think it's the adhd i'm able to just like bounce <laughs> i do have to rewind a lot sometimes and make sure i heard things correctly oh uh, you did yeah listen i had to read this book before this recording and i had a recording <laughs> yesterday so like i had one day to read this book Bitch needed shoes. <laughs> you had to multitask. Like she she Hulk smashed some shoes. She has no idea how it happened, but like they <sighs> ripped in like the middle part where nothing should. It was amazing. I'll send you a picture of her. Please shoes. do, because I'm like picturing this, and I'm like, I need evidence. I need proof. It was of wild. What wild. <laughs> anyway, we ended up with some some neon jellies. 
And she's really happy about it. I love her so much. Okay. Okay, so then now he's doing that epilogue stuff. And she's like, I'm going to let you rewrite that chapter so that you can show me your dirty bird brain. And she goes into the stacks to peruse or whatever. Yes. But then yeah. she feels his hard body, just his presence behind her. And she does not push him. Oh, what was real hot for me is when yeah. she tried to turn around and he wouldn't let her. Mm. Like he just pressed up hard. I was like. This mm. is about, I think this is it. I uh-huh. think this is it. I think we might get a priest. That's <laughs> we. He does a big priest on her. He does. Oh, my God, Destiny. And I'm talking about Priest by Sierra Simone. That's Coolant right. If listener. y'all don't know, if y'all don't know. That's don't come for me. I mean, to me, in the context of this conversation, what else could it be? Like, what else honestly, could it be? When I'm outside and I mean, what else could it be? Yeah, that's honestly. my that's my go to when Thank I hear you. priest. Like agree. You know. Agreed. And then and then my second go to was the movie. So Oh boy. You know, I oh, understand. Yeah. Woo. I love that movie. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so he does take her pants down and he goes down on her from behind. Mm-hmm, and it's the first mm-hmm. time any human has, has licked her there. She is a cunnilingus virgin, okay? <sighs> With Boy, a person for four fucking years, and he doesn't—he doesn't go down. No. Like deal breaker, fucking deal breaker, man. I'm surprised you made four. Yeah, honestly. Yes. But but he was her first, right? He yeah, he was yeah. her first in everything. Yeah. And boy, did he do her wrong. Yeah. He did her dirty. She kept on Not being a good like, way. "Could we do a kink, a tiny oh, one? The sweetest so kink." He so shamed her. Like, yeah. He so shamed her. So yeah. she like shut it down. Yeah. And but woo. Blake. Great stuff. Blake. Oh yeah. So then he goes down on her from behind and she's she's just shocked by this. She does come like a freight train. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then he stands up and she hears him like get a foil packet out and stuff. Mm-hmm. She tries to turn around and he's like, I'm not ready mm-hmm. for that yet. Then he does turn her around and He's like opening the condom and he says, he puts it on the head of his cock and he's like, do you want to do the honors? honors. She's like, she's like, I think you've got it. Like, (laughs) I think you you can handle that part. Um, But then she says, I think that's pretty presumptive of you. And he's like, oh yeah. Yeah, really? I know. At this point. Totally. His face has been in your ass. Yeah. And he like, he asks, we can stop here, he says. Right. Consent. And, right. Yeah. And she's like, hard no. 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 You're, you're, you're there already. Like, Yo. it's. Yeah. Just, Stopping yeah, is my here. current hard limit. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that might need to be a sticker. Fuck. A sticker and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! I'd buy that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. And then, boy, she has that big dick for a first time. Man, and, and she she does describe it as big. It was not false advertising. No, yeah. No. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, at so, all. It goes well. I'll tell you that much. It went well for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. I didn't hate it. Uh-uh. And then, um, uh-huh. 
they oh my do God, get this caught by Treebeard the librarian. So, the librarian. So, shit was so funny. Treebeard the librarian. My Lord of the Rings heart sang. <laughs> <laughs> she looked so like an good. it. <laughs> so good. But she busted them. And he's like, his, you his ass is out. He I, doesn't everything and then even when he's pulled it up and zipped it up his his dick was still hanging out yeah and the librarian takes off after him <laughs> she takes off after him she's like running him down he's like you go left and get the laptops and I'll distract her yeah she does not stop she follows him all the way out the library. They have to jump in his car and just zoom off. You gotta go. So she's like, where are we going? And he's like, we're going back to my apartment. I'm not done with you Done yet. with you. That's right. You didn't think I was done with you yet. Boy, so they do more sex at that apartment. Mm -hmm. And it's great stuff. And then, um, like, they oh, wake Jesus. up the next morning or something. Oh, Jesus. He's still naked. And then we're going to just zip through this, Naima. I'm, I'm going to let you do it because, cool. I, like I said, I skipped past this part when I realized what off, was going on. You can. <laughs> I'll just go mm. like this when you need to come back. If you okay, need to okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So they're talking the next morning and all of a sudden he's naked. She's in one of his shirts and all of a sudden Fluffy is on the middle of the kitchen counter and they both shriek to the high heavens he jumps at least four feet in the air and like he does almost knock himself out with that dick you know because it is so big and then and so then they have to like try and catch this tarantula and she can't handle it he finally i don't again i i was probably driving away from target at this point so <laughs> Like, I don't super remember how they got it back in the uh, aquarium, but it did go I, back in there. It, apparently it did, because yeah, the next fine. chapter it was back in. Like, back yeah. In. We're all good. Yeah. Whew. As soon as it said that he swore that it lifted up a leg, and I was like, I'm out. I'm tapping uh, out. I'm gone. I'm uh, gone. I, yeah. I was just like, skit, 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 yeah. skit. If they had sex during this part, I wouldn't know it, because I'm not now. Mm -mm. Yeah. That, no. So Fluffy's good. out. Mayday, yeah. Mayday. Mayday! <laughs> Abort mission! That's right. <laughs> Okay. So then... Well, boy, this note is, they fucking write and fucking write. <laughs> I mean, it is true. Yeah. I'm, I'm a great note taker, Naima. Wait. The way I can No, you covered... Right. You covered the important parts. So. Yeah. You did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, listener. <laughs> this things I do for you. Um, so then at some point he tells his brother, like, I have a girlfriend and she'll come to this LARPing event mm -hmm. because he, unlike his dad and stepmom, wants to encourage the kids' interests. Right. And they're like, don't. You know, you're an encourage. enabler like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, fuck that. Like, this kid's awesome. He's yeah. rad. And, like, I'm taking him to a LARPing event. So later on, she stops by the shop to, you know, say hey or whatever. And everybody's there. And so she finds out from Kevin, the nine-year-old, that, like, are you the girlfriend? Girlfriend? Right. Now, mind you, he had lied about her being yes. his girlfriend 
to cover for the fact that he was writing a book with her. Like he yes. couldn't say we're spending so much time together because we're writing a book together. So it's like, this is my girlfriend. Yup. So she gets a big deer in the headlights look in her eyes and agrees. She gets roped into going to the LARPing event as well. <laughs> and she tells him that she he's going to dress like Loki for her. And that's that. God, that's my fantasy. Yeah, I see no problems with this plan. Mm -hmm. So then afterwards, she's like, okay, well, bye. And like <laughs> beats feet out of there. Yeah. And he runs after her and he's like, hey, hey, I just need you to know, like, I'm sorry about that. Um, but like, I, I know the score. I know that we're, we're writing partners and like friends with benefits and, and like, that's it. And then he thinks to himself, like, I don't understand women because why does she look so disappointed? Right, right. She like, looks so, like she shut down. Yeah, right? like this is something she said she wanted. This yeah. was a boundary she talked about having. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, he's like, I don't get women. It's called, <laughs> it's called feelings, sir. Yeah. And then she decides that she has to guard her heart because she yeah. knows that she's getting these feelings that are not attainable. Right. So... Then they decide they get tested so that they can be exclusive and fuck without condoms. That's great. <laughs> that's the natural that's step some, in a relationship that's some great or, rep. or situationship. Let's, yes. You know, it's responsible. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and she's obviously like on birth control or whatever. So then they publish the book, and for the first 24 hours, nothing, it's nothing happened. Right, right. And they're like, we're fucking failures. Yeah. Oh, no. So what do you do in this situation? You go fuck to forget, right? That's the one. Right. Boy, I, and then they I mean, wake up it and works. everybody had a happy ending because <laughs> they are... Nice. Nice good. Thank you. That was on the fly and everything. Um, they're number 80 on Amazon's overall top 100 list. Yes. And they are like so excited, so thrilled because oh, they, yeah. they kind of didn't see this happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on, it even goes lower, I think, to number 11. Uh huh. Uh huh. So they're a hit. Yeah. And they're raking in monies. It's just yeah. coming in. What I found funny and so true to life was that she got like upset over their first one star rating. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, sing it, sister. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yep. I remember when I first started writing and I got my first two star rating and oh. I was so upset that I emailed like an author I was friendly with and like, I don't know what to do. Should I stop writing? Oh, yeah. I was so hurt. Like it was my first two star. She was like, listen, yeah. um, curb your expectations. This Reviews will not be the right. And this will not be the last one. Yeah. Don't read them. Yes. <laughs> She's like, she had to them. like, just like bring my expectations down to earth yeah. and like school me on that. Oh. I remember that clearly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, and if you need, if you're hoping that one day you're going to get one of those, there's too much sex reviews that you can use for marketing. You still don't read the reviews. You have a friend to troll your reviews That's and then that. shut their fucking yes. mouth. Unless yes. there is a too much sex review. That's what I do. Now, personally, I need people to look at the too much sex review differently because when I read too much sex, it's a one clicker. Yes. It's like, that's the best marketing ever. Absolutely. That, that and too much cursing. I'm like, yes. one yeah. click? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this absolutely. looks like my jam. Yeah. So 
now she's like feeling the pressure for book two and she's stressed about mm-hmm. it and she's experiencing um, writer's block for this just, I mean, this walk in the park erotica that's worth right. nothing and should be able to be written so easily. Yeah, so fast. So mad. Oh, also, her entire premise, so he has this sci-fi horror thing. Her entire premise is like a high fantasy thing. Right. And she says... <laughs> She says that high fantasy readers are not interested in having an in-depth romance in the plot. And somewhere Sarah J. Moss is just cackling. I know! Like, to be fair, I think this was written, like, before um, Akashmer came out. <laughs> but still. Like, what are you talking Like, What are you talking about? One of my favorite things about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so many, but one of them was Aragon and, and Arwen. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I need that. Are you that. serious? Yes. Absolutely. It was, it was that little balance in of like realism that these aren't just people who have who live for hundreds of years or who mm-hmm. are elves. Like they that makes them relatable. It grounds to you. them. Yeah. Yes. So Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. That, yeah. I cackled at that one. I was Same. like, really? I was right like, bitch? oh, love. <laughs> You're going to eat your words in a few years. Right. I'll tell you that much. Right. <laughs> Sarah J. Moss is just building pyramids with her money. Um, okay. So they, she decides that they, they should go out to her parents' cabin and mm-hmm. write there to get inspiration. And a like, little writing retreat. Yeah. And the only real, like, important, like, capital I important thing is that they have, like, sweet, meaningful sex for the yes, first time. Yes, this is the switch. This is yeah. the switch. And they, you can see, like, the feelings that they can't admit out loud yeah. are yeah. translating itself into their sex. Like, Most definitely. Yeah, it was Absolutely. good. Yeah, so then, um, listen, there's just, like, a bunch of bad romance talk um, that I wanted to take my eyeballs out about. And because they're paranoid about people finding out. They're like, they're ashamed with about this. And it's rough, but it's necessary for the climax. Right. And with him, it's because of his father. Yeah. Yeah, Because he's really not ashamed of sex. Like he's like, whatever, but it's because of his father and the business and Mm -hmm. how his father views romance and her with her parents, they're so conservative and mm-hmm. so judgmental and critical of her. This would just be, they don't even take her high fantasy book seriously. No. If they found out about her writing erotic romance, it's like they would just, yeah, they would flip. No, you're right. And her whole circle has always seen her as like the weird girl that, mm-hmm. you know, like she's always been the weirdo so she doesn't want anybody to find out for those reasons right but it's still just like feels bad in my tummy it it really does like reading it i'm like yeah i'm just i don't know i don't know how many times i have to say if it wasn't a romance writer writing this i know i know i would just be wanting to give eye jammies to these guys but I, i get it i get it um because of their family situations, I do. But and still. again, all of the conversations were completely true to life. Right. Oh, so, like, oh which is why no... it's so maddening. Yes. Which is why, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we've heard all the rhetoric. Yes. And yeah. and it was, that's what they were saying. But I yeah. think what, what just, I think, 
I don't want to say triggered because I, I enjoyed the book. Not Same. It did yeah. trigger me enough to put it down. Yeah. Um, was that it was from the people who were writing it, you know? Yes. Not just from the outside. It's yeah. from the people yeah, 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 who yeah. were writing it, making money off of it. Yeah. And they were still, they still had this opinion about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I um, completely hear you. And like romance was the the means to the end instead of being its own destination. Right, right, know? right. Because exactly. we can have multiple stops on your train, you fucks. Right. Like, you can you can stop in erotica land, and then you can head on over to sci-fi horror town, and, and, and then, then you can come on back. Come on back. Like, like bust that Yui and come right on back. That's right. Like, they don't... So anyway, one of the reasons... I'm so sorry, listener... The reason he was doing a big man whore all over the place. Right. Oh, we forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. He did get his heart broken by, like, his dream girl. Her name was Rachel. She was supposed mm-hmm. to move to Canada with, like, for him. She did mm-hmm. cheat on him hard. And, um, boy, he's heartbroken. So he's been... Heath does this, too. Heath is like, you've been fucking everyone, like, everyone with a post, possible. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. In order to, like, get back at Rachel. And for the first time, it seems like, you know, he says, like, you, you're you going to miss out on your Nala. This is this it's was so the good. most brilliant, like, conversation. One of the most brilliant conversations. So good. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the way that he, you kept using the, the Lion King analogy. The lyrics. Like, yeah. even with Scar. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, so. And he says, he says, like, don't. Don't don't lose your Nala because you because you hate God. Scar. No, or what was the like actor? Who Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Because you hate Jeremy Irons. Fuck! It was so funny. It was. Oh my god. It was. Did you know that that song that the be prepared song is not yeah. Jeremy Irons? You couldn't have told me that. It sounds just like him. I know. It's one of the most talented voice actors anybody's ever heard in their fucking lives. Because the week that Jeremy Irons was supposed to record his Scar song, he got yeah. laryngitis. Oh, I never knew that. So if you I listen to that, that thing, you it know I'm about exactly to go listen like to Jeremy it. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I'm about to go listen to it as soon as we finish here. Exactly. I love that song too. Like, oh, same. That yeah. one and the my favorite villain songs is, is there that one and the one from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, oh, that's with a the, good one too. Yes. Oh, yeah. those are my two favorite yeah. villain oh, songs. Mm. Yeah. Good. Good work. Yeah. So anyway, so he gets an email from Rachel that's like, "I made a big giant mistake, and I would like you back," and. Uh, then she calls him and asks if he will uh, come to an engagement party for her friend Sarah. Right. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. What suit do you want me to wear? Like, here we go. He's like a pup tail wagging. He's so cute. So he comes. He's like gobsmacked by her outfit and her hair and all this yes. shit. Yes. And her roommate actually did her makeup and she doesn't look like a clown. Yes. She's They're... getting better. It's not giving alien. <laughs> Like, that's what we want, really. Not give it. It's not giving Avatar. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. So, on the way to the engagement party, he bears his soul and he tells yes. her about the email from Rachel. And she says, Oh, and you told her that you would go back to her? And he's like, No, I turned her down because I met someone amazing. And, okay, like, I want to be with that person. I love this part. As a reader, I yes. just. Love the fact that that wasn't drawn out. Like yes. the whole, especially since 
Rachel's role in the book wasn't like Alan's role. Like we didn't actually get yeah. to meet Rachel. Right. So I didn't, I was glad that she didn't make Rachel such a big deal that that was going to be their breakup moment over Rachel. Yes. Yeah. I was so glad she didn't spaz out over Rachel and, and yep. like cling to that as a reason to like put more distance between them. Absolutely. I love the scene in the car. It I... was so refreshing. And I was <sighs> like, yes. It was. It was refreshing. It was beautiful. It yeah. worked for both characters. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. He, so he says all of this, and she's sitting there just like kind of, you know, saucer eyed. And he's like, I'm going to need you to say something. <laughs> right. Like, because I'm dying. <laughs> and she says, I thought my feelings were very clear. And he's like, What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need out loud words in English, please. <laughs> and what I thought was, it kind of was like a reflection. This moment was kind of like a reflection of the prologue. Because yes. she couldn't say anything there either. She, yeah. for a moment, she was like speechless. And then she turned him down and she puked. Yeah. And this one, where it's this guy that totally gets her. He, he's like, introduced her to all the sexual shit and right. pleasure and everything. And yeah. she's speechless for a moment. And he's like, just like Alan had said in, in the beginning, Alan was say like, something. You gotta say something. <laughs> say yeah. He said out of the corner of his mouth while right. on his knees. And it was kind of like this, the same thing. It was like, was. I hadn't say picked something. up on that. You're yeah, right. I love the reflection. Like the, the it, yeah. it was just an echo of the beginning. And I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Nice, Karina Alley. I know. Um, and so you. she's like, yeah, I will definitely be your girlfriend can can do will take job yeah <laughs> super stoked this is when she officially agrees to go on the larping thing and she said i would have gone even if i wasn't like your official girlfriend or whatever right so and he wants her to into... dress up as jean gray phoenix yes, phoenix which she's got red hot. hair right you know, right hot, yeah hot stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah so they go and th they run into alan at the engagement party and alan... he's still as much of a condescending asshole as ever and just like a lame ass. He really is. You know, like no sense of humor. Like none. Just... None. <laughs> At one point, he says that one of his, one of his mentors, uh, Doctor Teethington, he's yeah. a dentist, and neither he nor his new dentist girlfriend can figure out why they why think Blake that's funny. Why that hilarious? He's like, "Are you for real, Teethington?" Yeah. No. What, <laughs> rewind the... the tape, Teethington. Yeah. And they 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 don't get it. Yeah. They, I'm like. It's hilarious. It really yeah. they neither so they were good. like perfect for each other because absolutely you know. And then what I found, oh God, I just wanted to punch him in the forehead. Mm. But it but it was so true to characters when they were like, okay, we're we're gonna go. Like basically they yeah. they were walking off, and he's like, no wait. He had to tell run down her credentials, like proving yeah. that she's a real professional, has a real career, yeah. and you don't. I th what an asshole. Like, so much, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're overcompensating at this point. Like, it, yeah. It, oh, I just I just wanted to punch him in the neck. Absolutely, and so did Blake. Um, yeah, yeah. So she gets Hammer Town, and Blake is pretty close to, you know, right neck and neck with her. Not as bad, yeah. though. And so instead of punching Alan in the face, he says, stop talking about my girl like that. She is a best-selling author and look it up, fuck. Like her, our pen name is Blake Lovecox. And she's raking it in. And yeah, and like, you can just eat it. 
Um, <laughs> so he gets her home and he holds her hair while she pukes and like yeah. they have a, a adorable morning and he's going to go back to the party spot to get his car because they cabbed home, obviously. Right. And as that happens, he's out the door and she gets a text from Sarah being like, is this you, Amazon Link? Right. I was like, what? Yeah. Because cause Blake had told her she had asked them, um, did you behave? Because she didn't remember anything. He's yeah. like, She's like, did you behave? And he hesitated a bit and was like, yeah. So she had no idea this was going on until she got that yeah. text from Sarah. And I just, I'm not going to lie, my stomach dropped. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, because of the betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, but he didn't see it that way. He saw it as defending her, but she was like, that wasn't your secret to tell. We yeah. agreed and you betrayed that. And if we really think about it, I don't think you were defending me. I think you were assuaging your own ego. Right, that too. That too. Because like, I didn't need defense. I don't care what yeah. Alan thinks, but you needed him Alan's to know an that asshole. you're dating an accomplished woman. Right. Right. So, and anyway, you're accomplished too because you're doing it yeah. together. Like, yeah. you know, so it's a it's a reflection on him. And yeah, yeah so I got why she was mad. I Absolutely. Did. Especially because Oof. everybody knows now. It's everywhere. And they've been outed on their Facebook page and yeah. all these comments are coming in. Yep. People are bring, saying, bring. was this? Yes. It's her mother. She gets the call from Mumsy. Not happy. Yeah. Mm -mm. She ain't happy. She basically said, I mean, she almost verbatim says, I don't want to tell people you're my daughter anymore Mm -hmm. because I'm Mm -hmm. ashamed of you. How could you? And she's like, what do you want us to do? Like, now that we know this. And finally, Finally. just cracks up and she's like, I want you to support me for who I am and not for who you want me to be. That's all I've ever wanted in my fucking life. And like, why can't you do that? Um, And then they end up hanging up and she's sobbing. Yeah, because her mother is not (sighs) budging. Like, I I thought her mother was going to melt for a minute there when she like kind of released all of that, but her mother was holding firm on your disappointment and I don't want to hear from you. Yeah, and she's like, I like you're in danger of being disinherited. I'm gonna yeah. try to talk your father down. But it's like, taking you knows? off the will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn. All all over a book. Yeah. Right? They were they were terrible. It's amazing. So then Blake comes home and she confronts him. Mm-hmm. She does attack she him, him with it. her tiny fists. And he puts like the island between them because she's <laughs> obviously not well. <laughs> And she's like, that wasn't your secret to tell. And I feel incredibly betrayed. We made, mm-hmm. uh, we made a, a, a agreement. Yeah. And like the, everything about this is not okay. So she fucks off and, oh, but during this, she's like, I can't believe that I, I gave you my heart. And he claps back and he's like, you have, what are you talking about? You've never, never. given me your heart. Right. And Which she was a says, good line. Absolutely. And she says, you're Right. And it's a good thing. Thing. And then she. Bounces. I was like, my, I, I felt so bad for him. I felt, mm. even though he, he was in the wrong. Yeah. When she said that, I felt so bad for him because we're in his POV and we know how much he, he loves her. He's, he has admitted to it to himself by now. He just oh, yeah. hasn't admitted it to her and he does love her. Yeah. And for her to say that, it's like, ooh. oh, it's gut wrenching come here and yeah and and she does love him spoiler alert. yeah she does God yeah she does 
So she spends a week ignoring his texts and phone calls and emails. And by the time the week rolls around and he stops texting and calling and emailing, she's, she's like, like Why? uh ohs. <laughs> I might have fucked up. <laughs> Did I take it too far? Did I? <laughs> oh noes. Does he want me anymore? I don't know. And good old Anna is like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then she runs into Kevin in his LARP gear because it's Sunday yes, and it's LARP yes. day. And she's out running and she runs into Kevin and his mother Yeah. because they have come down off their high horse and realize it's about Kevin, yeah. not about she you. Has. I don't know yeah, about she has. dad. <gasps> but because... he ended up going there. Yes. He ended up being there, showing up. But oh, that's right. She, You're she right. took him. Yeah. But, okay, I'm so sorry. Uh, after this happens, um, the one the one sort of hypocritical thing is that he outs her to her whole community. And then she's like, well, I hope that you're ready because, like, a newspaper right. fucking called me. So your dad's going to fucking find out. And right. Good. Like, that's what you right. get. And he's like, oh, no, my dad can't find out. Like, this, oh, now it's his right. shameful secret. Yeah. He has but to he process. has to man up because he did this to her. Yeah. So now he has to bite the bullet and tell us. It's only fair. Like, he he realized that. So he he goes to the store and he tells his father. And his father was like, is she, like, somebody pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and he's like, he, he, he says the thing, basically, that I said to Tanya when I needed bail money and like, would it's, it's worse than that. It's, it's worse. It's almost that bad. Oh no. So anyway, the dad is like, you are scum now. Yep, this is yep. ridiculous. Shameful. Like, you shameful. have embarrassed us. I, I run this respectable store. And he just tells his father, he's like, listen, I'm making money. And I'm numbers. Yeah. Out. Like, yes. And he's like, we're going to hire a manager who's going to run this store, get it back in the black. And he's like, but that's what you went to school for. He's like, no, listen, I have money. I'm going to hire somebody who knows what they're yeah. doing. And yes. I'm going to write. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's right. But when and, he pulls out the numbers. Oh, his father folds very quickly. His tune changes faster <laughs> than an opera singer. I could not believe he was just like, well, congratulations on your new career then. Now that I know, because he says, this is the amount of money I'm going to be giving just straight to the store. And like, I'm still going to have enough to live on and shit. Right. Because this is what I've made in a month. Yeah. And. Yeah. So, changes real quick. Yep. Still doesn't do any kind of groveling. I no, have no, know. none, none. It's but the money. Like, yeah, when they when they have the manager and everything, the manager agrees with Blake that they should be carrying romance. And so that right. gets fixed in the, right. in the bookstore later on. But still, like the dad is just just managing to stay up on that high horse no matter how hard he's teeter-tottering. That's right. <laughs> teeter-tottering into bankruptcy, I might add. Oh, but God. Yeah, take your for principles at, to the poor house. That's right. You fuck. So... So mad. I was so mad. So then she shows up. She's Jean Grey now. And she's like, mm -hmm. I'm a LARPer. And she's trying to find him. He, he like pulls her out of a scrum that she finds herself caught in. And with all these ah, foam swords coming at her. Oh, she man. She can hit left and right. It's so good. 
And then he's like, what are you doing here? He is dressed as Loki. Yeah. He kept and she's promise. like, she's like, is it too late? And he's like, no, I knew you needed time. I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, me too. I'm in love with you. And now they're together forever. Oh, but one of my favorite parts that I thought was so real in life yeah. was um, he. she takes him over to the, like the tent thing. Yeah. Where they have like a whole bunch of pillows. I don't know. It was an Arabian Nights theme. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Who knows? And she's like, let's hit it. Like, let's, let's seal this happily ever after with yeah. some sex. And she's like, she lays back and she opens up her legs. And he's like, do you know you have a hole in your... You're she's just like, pussy out right now? Right, right. She's like, this is the most realistic shit. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm in a tight-ass jumpsuit. I'm not peeling all of this off to go to the bathroom. Because Melody... not in, like, a porta potty Right, right. You know how you would knock the damn thing over. Like, oh, with my God. The, try... the reason I said, bitch, I know. Because I have, like, a full bodysuit Spanx. Oh. <laughs> a full body suit stinks, right? Is and... it like wrestling an alligator to get yes, it on? Yes, So, but in the crotch area, it's just like wide open. Yes. So you don't have to take off all your, your dress and mm-hmm. all of that in the bathroom and peel it off. You mm-hmm. just bring the dress up, squat, and go for it. That's the one. <laughs> that was great. You I thought that loose. was great. You do. It also is a great window for cunnilingus, everyone. Yes! As we found out in this book. That's right. <laughs> easy access. It's oh, boy. Easy access. So good. So now it's a year later in the epilogue. They are successful authors. They're doing mm-hmm. an erotica book signing so, at his at dad's the book shop. bookstore. Yep. His dad is supportive now. His dad is now dating Anna, <laughs> um, the Estonian roommate beauty, Which is, bu- beautician. And, and they get each other. Like, yeah, she... There. She loves turnip pancakes or whatever Anna makes. And then, um, so also don't worry, everyone. They are legitimately successful with a Mm sci-fi horror and a high fantasy. Because they now have agents, too, who Uh are shot. Who found them Uh, via Blake Lovecox. Lovecox, right. And um, she, she got just got like a really good deal, like a... And and he has his book is just optioned for yep. a movie. Yeah. Now not not the not the romance, but the le- the legitimate no. books. No. You mm-hmm. know, that's the one. Yeah. And uh, her folks show up. Yep. And she says they're... that she's gotten closer to them in the last year. Yeah. I wish we could have seen some of that. I'm. You know, I, just... nah, I don't know. I don't think I wanted to. See I, that I just wanted to. I I wanted to see like the. Which is just me, like me as a reader. Yeah. It, it didn't take anything away from the book at no. all. I, I yeah. think the pacing was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like as a reader, I would have liked to have seen that conversation where they pivoted, you know? I but, well, Because I think it would have made a really great brick in that gravel wall that right, I Right, right, right. I'm all about, like, that's what it is. Everything that yeah. the, the little nitpicky things are about the gravel. Yes. You know, the people who just tore him down and I needed even this them book like to... to prostrate itself in front of me. <laughs> That's what I needed. I needed this book to hand me a paddle and they to say thank you sir may I have another. That's That's uh, it's what I wanted. It's it it really is. It's what I wanted. And like so, again, it is it's taken care of just right. not to the extent that St- I think Naeem and I would have right. preferred. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is all. 
but it was it was a good it was a good book i enjoyed it it was um it did its job it, it did it, it really did i yeah. i really enjoyed it i yeah i i loved book yeah <laughs> i did <laughs> so thank oh you for gosh. suggesting that one yeah thank you to listener because this is one of the five star bribe books oh Oh, cool. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the like three or four that are on this reading list. So thank you to the listener who gave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then said you have to review Smut now because it was Listen, great. You were right. You yep. were right. We we will give you all the accolades. You were right. Absolutely. And like <laughs> Naima saw behind my very flimsy Oz curtain a little bit more. <laughs> So it was a really great vehicle it's for the, that. Like, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every time, never fails. <laughs> All right, I think I know what my lady love is this week, um, and it came to me during this recording because I've been like really trying to, you know, I've I've professionally been embracing myself for the past five years and like. Uh-huh trying to do what I love. And now that I have this recording booth, it has just reminded me about what a sweaty salamander I am. And so I've started doing hot yoga to like, just, you know, just lean into that, just be that. And during this recording, I came to the conclusion that I'm Pumbaa. And like, that's my lady love. If you're Pumbaa, just love on Pumbaa. You know, see the the beauty of Pumbaa or whatever your Pumbaa is. Are you Chonk from the Goonies? Because I'm also Chonk. Oh, God. Hey, you guys. Oh, but that was like, that was Western Macaulay. But yes, I love Chunk. Yeah. I yeah. love the verbal diarrhea of Chunk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the awkwardness of Chunk. Yeah. But he embraced himself. Yes. Like, Oh, like all the insults they would like throw at him was like, oh, pff, water off a duck's bed. Didn't do a thing as it shouldn't. Yeah. Just like being Pumbaa is not bad. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. you're a little smelly, but you've got a great heart. A huge heart. And you'll let anybody ride on your back if you got to get somewhere. Preferably the size of meerkats, but like, you know, you can't always get what you want. Um, you're the go-to person. Yeah. You're a shot of joy. That's Thank what you. you're like. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything that has been making you happy recently? Books. Like yeah. I have, cause I, I just turned in a book and mm-hmm. I just had to roll into another one. But I have just been, sometimes what I'll do when I write is I'll get, um, I'm so involved in the writing because usually I'm up against a deadline and I spend so many hours writing that I forget that reading like feeds me. It it gives me inspiration. It makes me excited. And so I decided like in the last month or two to like, listen, even when you're up against, um, a deadline. Stop writing at a certain point and read for two mm. hours because you need it. It's what yeah. puts you on this path in the first place and, and it just fills your well. And so 
I have been reading lately. I have been reading the most fantastic books. My latest one was called The Marriage Favor by okay. Siobhan Latrice. Yeah. And again, remember we were saying earlier, like you think you have those hard limits. Yes. And then you read a, a book and an author who just shove you past the limit. It yeah. was like, yeah, hold my beer with that limit. Like, <gasps> nice. please read this. That's what that book was. And <gasps> he was, it, first of all, it was a mother with six kids. Yeah, and I'm awful. like, when I first read it, I was like, six kids. And she's divorced. Mm-hmm. And um, because her husband did her dirty. And but she's during the day she's at a call center and on the weekend she's doing what she has to do by dancing at a strip club. Hmm. And like I just I don't like a year ago, I don't even know if I would have like like embraced that in a heroine, you know. Gotcha. But now I mean I loved it. I I just loved it. And him, he's with somebody, but he's not a man whore. And he's not he's like the best guy. Huh. And watching them fall in love and Ugh, it was just such a wonderful book. It was, but hey. like I said, it it took those limits, those boundaries, like those DNF boundaries that I had, and it just pushed it. I love and that. It was a fantastic book. And now, I mean, I have just been on such a good roll mm-hmm. with books. And it's made my writing better because mm-hmm. I'm excited to go back to my own book because I'm energized by a wonderful story. Oh, yay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's been great. Yeah. Actually, I'm sorry, I have one more lady love because I've also been reading a book for fun, which doesn't happen a lot. And Lily Maine, famous for the monstrous universe, she, uh, up until this point, to my knowledge, she's only written MM. Yeah. Um, last month, she came out with her first MF, Monster yeah. Romance, where. Um, oh, what's the monster? The, it's a brand new monster. It's a demi demiurgus or a demiurgus or something. Oh, you know, I'm about to look it up. Yeah, please, please, please. I love this book. So it's great rep because the heroine has vaginismus. Yeah. And so like, and also like they just don't fit together regardless. And so it's really great to see the types of really fulfilling sex you can have without penetration. Oh my and, gosh. I and love not feel that. like you're missing anything. Yeah. 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 And also it's a Dom sub situation and it's a soft, it's a soft Dom sub situation with the heroine in control. Oh my. So you don't read that too often. I know. Okay. I know. Now I'm so all over this book. Also there's a sex cult. <laughs> oh, as one should. As, like, as one I went, it's not it's not complete without it. Yeah. Like you're just giving me more and more reasons to read it. I mean, I it's it's so good. I've been devouring it. It's called Berries and Greed by Lily Maine and it is delicious. And it's so and the hero has like a really high anxiety um and it's just great. It's just great stuff. So. I love when when authors like incorporate things like that into because yeah. like years it wasn't too long ago we wouldn't have seen representation like um emotional health mm-hmm. you know in books mm-hmm. and I am I love when authors do that because yeah so many people suffer from whether anxiety um, depression and what and and it's just um, 
Kristen Callahan, one of my favorite favorite yeah. books, was in the VIP series with the lead singer, and he suffered from mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that book. I, I just really enjoy when they do that because it's so real to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and I don't think we see vaginismus enough. I've never heard of it. Like yeah. I, I mean, never read it before yeah, yeah, in yeah. a yeah. in a book. I've never read yeah. it, so it reminds me of one of my other favorite reads of the year. Shirley Gray's um, Enoth at Midnight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, well, she did such a creative way with the sex scenes because they couldn't have sex because it would kill them. Oh. And so in penetration sex, because it would, yeah, it would yeah, yeah. kill them. So they had to find, no, they couldn't like even touch each other like that way oh. because it would kill them because okay. she was turned into a grim reaper. And so they had to find ways of being sexual with each other without touching and the way that she did that was so creative and so sexy i love it oh my god the sex scenes were so hot but they weren't touching each other they were touching themselves and (gasps) but then when they were the curse was broke well they found a way to be able to touch this it was explosive like Uh i can only imagine so good so good yeah but unapologetic vaginismus it's great. The I'm about to. I'm great. about to. I've already written the title down. Yeah. I'm about to go find that. Yeah. All right. So now we got to come up with a keep being a badass. So love yourself as much as you can. <laughs> love yourself as much as Mel loved midwiving pigs. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> That's a pure love. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as I love being a pig farmer. I loved it. It's the circle of life. I got to see it in action. There were a lot of fluids, everyone. Oh, God. 